The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature. How's everybody's father feeling today? Fuck yourself. It's showtime. It is showtime, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Circle Bay Podcast. And I don't know if it's the Circle Bay Podcast, but also the Fanatics Network, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, because I have me puppy chula right here. The banger of all bangers, ladies and gentlemen. Banger after banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. Banger, banger, baby. That's right, baby. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, my puppy chula right here. The one and only Tim King, baby. Let's go, baby. What's going on? I love it. Poppy, I love it. Thank you as always for such a gracious introduction. I am so glad to be back on Circle of Debate. I had a blast with you boys a few weeks ago. Had a blast on Wednesday with you in the psycho Dom um, over on the TK show. It was a blast. I'm pumped to be right back here on COD this afternoon. Um, Early morning-ish still for you over in Kelly, but afternoon for me over here. What's going on, Poppy? How you feeling? Oh, man. Excited for you to be here, man. I'm, you know, we're family here. That's why, man. I love it. Love it. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't checked out the Tim King Show on Wednesday, check it out. Had a fantastic time. Oh, man. This is good shit. And of course, speaking of good shit, right here, all the director himself. Your director, because oh, I have mine. <laughs> That's right. Great. And what's going on, brother? <laughs> directors everywhere. Yeah, there's directors, directors everywhere. But man, let's kick it off. You know, we're not gonna go ahead and talk about the you know the NXT, not yet. No, none of that. We're gonna or fast lane, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to check that out, check out the Fanatics Network today. Is a way to recap it. They go ahead and check them out, follow them, subscribe to the description right below. Do it now, ladies and gentlemen, because man, these guys bring you the best entertainment for all of you guys. Listen, this could be pro wrestling, could be movies, could be oh hey, just a lot of things. Topic, the first topic we got to talk about it, man. We got to talk about it. And that is about this man right here. CM Punk Phil Brooks. Who? We, exactly. We have to. We got to talk about him. <laughs> we got to talk about this man. Because now we, we, as we all know, and it's already confirmed, I guess, not only by Uncle Seltzer and, and Sean Rabs and Wade Keller, but it's confirmed that there's no negotiation. There's a no. Sorry, Punk. That is a no, which I don't know why either myself. But, of, of course, there was not even close to a negotiation. They just said no. They just pretty much, you know what, we're not, we're not interested. And I guess we're not going to see CM Punk at Survivor Series as he attempted, as we saw weeks back, and him being in that MMA food show that he that he commentates, saying, oh, I'll be I'll be available, you know, I'll be free for the next couple mm-hmm. of days. Looks like. Or this is the work. Well, that's the question. Mm-hmm. That is another question here, TK. So I, I wanted to ask you, brother, what are your thoughts? Do you believe this is a no? Or do you think this is a work? Or are we getting worked around here like always from WWE and Phil Brooks? What is going on with this? And yep. if it is legit, do you think that was a big mistake on WWE side? Take it away, my brother. 
Yo, my brother, Poppy, listen, dollars make sense. CM Punk 2 WWE makes sense. I don't care what Uncle Seltzer says. I don't care what Alvarez says. I don't care what BWE says. I don't care what SRS says. Because at the end of the day, if they were bringing this man back to the company, which I do think they probably are, it would have to be very, very secretive. You don't want to ruin that surprise. Cody Rhodes. I want to take you back to Cody Rhodes. When Cody was coming, he's coming. He's not coming. He's coming. Melter, Melter says he's coming. Melter says he's not coming. Alvarez says he's coming. Yo, no one knew. They had people so convinced that Cody wasn't coming. Cody wasn't coming. All right. And now with, 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 with Phil. All right. What up, Dom? What's going on? The notorious DOM. What is going on, my brother? Great show last night on Top Rope Wrestling Talk. Yes. Great interview with Chef Man. You can check it out right here on Circle of the Bait, baby. Um, great job, Dom. But uh, and family and Top Rope Talk family. Bruce. Bruce. Grandma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> great job, family. Um, but as far as Phil goes, listen, man, they're going to keep that shit under wraps as much as they can keep it under wraps. If they're going to say he's not negotiating. He's not negotiating. You mentioned it. At his previous MMA event, they dropped a hint. Last night. Last night. Okay. He was commentating for the same MMA show. The other commentator, the same guy who mentioned something last time, mentioned it again. You are going. He straight up said, you are going to another promotion. And you know what was playing? The War Pig song, which yeah. just so happens to be the Survivor Series theme song. Oh. I, mean, I mean, come on, man. The Survivor Series theme song is playing in the background while the other commentator just happens to say, you're going to another promotion. And then CM Punk goes, no, 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 stop. Sure. It could all just be his way of trying to make it get back out there that, hey, maybe they are negotiating with me. That's but right. Papa H would not Nick Khan. Let's be, let's be real here. It's Nick Khan. All right. Yeah. Nick Khan wouldn't be doing this to where Meltzer and Alvarez could see it. He would be doing it behind closed doors. The show last night, CM Punk happened to be in was in Florida. What's in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, Again, dollars make sense. He needs to rehash whatever relationship he got with Roman. And Seth clearly doesn't like him, which is fair. But you don't got to like – it's wrestling. That's what yeah. people forget. We are in – we live in such a soft fucking world in 2023, okay? You need sure. to fucking remember. Wrestling, locker rooms were way different back in the day. These people didn't fucking like each other. They were constant fistfights, dude. So he's got a hard attitude. Dollars make sense. He will sell merch. They will bring him in. Meltzer, Seltzer, Alvarez, they're fucking idiots. <laughs> they're he, pieces of shit, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> he is coming. He is coming. I, I yeah. believe he is coming. Yes. Royal um, Rumble, Poppy, is the 10-year anniversary to the day that he left. So maybe they swerve us and don't bring him back in Chicago because they don't have to bring him back in Chicago. We're going to get a monstrous show in Chicago. It's going to be sick as fuck. So they don't need to bring him back. Will the crowd be chanting CM Punk? Yes. Yes, they will. But they don't need to bring him back then. I would personally wait. I would. God, it sounds gross because I'll probably be there. But I would probably skip bringing him back in Chicago, make yeah. people think even more he's not coming back, then bring him back at the Royal Rumble. Because it was Royal Rumble is 10 years to the day of his final day. That is the best story you could possibly tell. 10 years to the day I came back to you guys. Mm, yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Oh, man. And shout out to Sir back to the Smart Psychology Podcast. What's going on, brother? Appreciate you for tuning in, man. And check them out as well. They bring 
provides good content as well. And they're going to be at PCW Ultra. But we'll get into that later on today, ladies and gentlemen. But you're right, though. I mean, all of it is fucking so valid. That's why, like, I needed to hear what you said because I'm like, yes, I. This is my my thought. I'm like, yep, Tim is thinking exactly what you said is what I thought, and it's like, yes, I totally agree. And not only that, I mean, Vince is not even part of this. As much as you're saying, oh yeah, Vince said no, no, Vince is out of the picture right now. He is completely out of the picture. So I mean, this one is really more of man, you know, Emmanuel and then Colin, how you mentioned, were the ones really calling the shots. I mean, Phil, I mean, Paul Levesque, what can he really say? I mean, if Shawn Michaels said it on his fucking social press conference for NXT saying, I don't mind walking him back, I don't think Paul Levesque would have mind either. I mean, there's why the fuck not? I mean, it just, you know, how we said it last time. We said, like, okay, try him out for a couple of events. If it works out, the relationship works out, then sign him for six months. And then from there, you, if it works out within those six months, then sign him for years. You know, because I know that he burned himself his, his bridges everywhere. And even with WWE, him, his bashing WWE, what he told MJF, the last promo that we saw with MJF. I mean, but that, I mean, that, that could be even right there in itself. He's probably getting us so like, oh well, you know, maybe he does miss WWE. Maybe he does want to go back to WWE. We don't, we don't know what's the mentality of Phil Brooks at this point. So it just, if he does, I don't, I wouldn't mind exactly, exactly what you mentioned. Even in that Royal Rumble, would it fucking make sense for him to show up? I don't know. When you hear the song, what will it give all the shit? And he comes down. No, come on. Like KO starts number one, CM Punk starts number two, and they fight. Throughout the whole rumble. What up, KPG? What's going on? KPG? What is going on, my brother? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man. You have Phil come out like number two to KO's number one. They brawl all the way to 29 and 30, toss each other out. They fight at Mania. I mean, dude, come on. It's beautiful. beautiful. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of beautiful, this is beautiful right here as well. And that is, of course, it looks like it is legit. Papa H is officially. In charge of now, yes, thank you, Lord. Yes, he is officially in charge. At first, you know, the beginning was like, whatever, no, no, you know, we heard it from everywhere as well, but looks like it is official. It's official that now that Paula Beck is now fully in charge of head creative. Vincent Kennedy McMahon has nothing to do at all, anything at all with creative or decisions changes at all, especially with the situation that's going down at the moment with him and SEC. Uh, they We don't know if it is going to come down for them to actually file it. And if that does happen, then Vince is completely out. He's done. That Emmanuel will have to like, oh, you're gone, baby. You're no longer my right-hand man. Dana White, come here. You're going to, even though you're my left-hand man, but I need you to take both. <laughs> <laughs> and now that, and there you go. Or it could be Nick Khan probably taking yes. uh, McMahon's place. So that, that we don't even know that's going to have to take place. But Poppy, talk about it, man. When you heard about this, and then now that it's official, and of course we heard about you know with the room in your windows. I don't know if it's true or not. Maybe it is about the stock markets of TKO going down because of Vince. A lot of things are happening because of Vince. Fuck up, pretty much. I mean, we could literally fucking say that. That is everything what he's done, like all of that pay off under the table. Here, Paulie, good sex. Yes. But man, now it's biting him in the ass. I mean, bring it up, Bobby. What are your thoughts overall on this? Good, good, good. I used to say, and fucking, I'll sound cold. I don't even care. The only way WWE will get better is when Vince McMahon 
meets his maker. I said, that'd be the only way WWE would get better. Hey, Vince didn't have to meet his maker for it to get better. Vince just had to have Scandal come out on him. Great. Vince had Scandal come out on him. He gets to go away. Let's not sit here and pretend that Vince isn't the number one wrestling promoter of all time, bar none, not even close, right? But he's 70 motherfucking two, three, four years old. This man is out of touch here, and he's been out of touch here for a long time. But I said it. You needed Vince McMahon to infiltrate the sale of your company. He is Vince fucking McMahon, who is known in wrestling. There's Stone Cold. There's The Rock. There's The Undertaker. Now John Cena. Now Batista because of Guardians of the Galaxy. And Vincent fucking Kennedy McMahon. Of course, Hogan. But, like, I'm talking about, like, like from 90s on, right? Like, these are the people who people resonate wrestling with. So you got to have Vince McMahon involved in that sale. But then you could absolutely dig that dirt right back up and say, you got to go, man. You're out. Because that man you got right under you, Poppy, Nick Khan, is got it in the brain. All right. That man is there mentally. He's a great businessman. Best friends with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. True. All right. Let Nick Khan do Nick Khan things and run the business. You got Hunter right there under him to run the creative. Get the fuck out of here, Vince. Goodbye. Na 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 na. Goodbye. That's right. Absolutely. Hell yeah. And he needs to, man. I'm glad I. KGP, I, I, I see your comments that you didn't mention that he's only in charge of uh, Brock and Roman. Brock, not anymore, because Brock is now with, with Paul Levesque. Paul Levesque was the one that brought him back. At first, he didn't want to. Everybody's, saying, everybody's assuming it was Vince. Then, no, no, no. It was actually Paul Levesque, the one that actually went to Lesnar, to his farm. Hey, pal, I, I, I need your help over here, man. I'm now in head of creative. I need your help. Over like, All right, cool. You know what? I got you. So now that's Paul Levesque's friend. Roman's is also Paul Levesque, you know, because is Vince, as much as Vince wants Roman to have that title for probably, I mean, he broke, his, I'm assuming he already broke the record of Hogan's, mm-hmm. so I don't know how, like, how much time does Vince wants him to, or what was the plan? We don't know what was the plan, but at this point, Paul Levesque is going to break that plan. Now it's just more really on what his rules and what he wants to do, because right. and we're seeing it here. A lot of things that he's done within the year has been fantastic. It's been, mwah! I love mm-hmm. it because it's just been just all these changes. And then with, with HBK, what he's doing with NXT oh, is like fucking yes, amazing. Dude. It's it's just like it's like if Papa H never left over there, fucking uh, NXT. It, it felt like he didn't leave. It's, it's because like, oh. their brains are one, dude. They are connected yeah. here. All right, when you have you when you are connected here. Like, they are just wrestling minds, all right? You could sit here, guy, I'm trying to, to, I'm obviously the biggest, like, AEW mark out there, right? But when you're talking about a wrestling fan in Tony Khan against people who actually been in the wrestling business for 30 fucking plus years and are wrestling fans, yo, it's night and day, bro. Like, it, you could tell in the maturity levels. You could tell in Triple H on SmackDown last night, you know, he knows, he sees the internet and what they say. Yeah. Piped in booze for Dominic. He goes... Wow, they're really loud. I don't think these are piped in booze compared to Tony Khan getting on Twitter and being like, well, my mom was sick a year ago and WWE was trying to steal our talent while I was thinking about her bedside in the hospital. Like, homie, the maturity levels here between 
these two men over in WWE and TK right now, it is a huge fucking difference, man. And Triple H is, and Shawn Michaels are on Degeneration X are on top of their fucking game right yeah. now. Oh fuck yeah, fuck yeah. They, and then I know people. You know, I heard at the top rope. Heard Bruno. Dom, I know you said it. You said they, they copied Tony Khan with the press conference, like the, the media scrum. Uh, so what do they did? Every did night- WWE do that before? With, crowns, with, with uh, shows in uh, Saudi? I always thought that they did that in the past. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. No, no, I, I think I think so. But I think the one who does it more, more constantly is Tony Khan. He does it more with that. He does a pre and he does, you know, the aftermath. And he does it for every event. In this case, like, you know, WWE already don't do it for every event unless it's an important one, like, like how we, we saw Fastlane, how that was like. Okay, we saw the press conference for that, and I would say, I say mainly he focuses more when he's out of the states. I think that's when I think that they do more press conferences. You know, more after. Yeah, right. I don't really see them do it here much when they have events here within. You know, it, it all depends on the card. I think, in my opinion, I think it's all depending on the card. That they're willing to go ahead and talk about all what happened, you know, and have the stars that come out. But and they do it though, mm-hmm. like still in character in comparison. Uh, so I, I like I like both sets. I like both styles. I like the realness of the AEW, but the realness of AEW got felt like on the shelf for I still think that could have been a work though. But I like how WWE does their <laughs> shit, dude. I like how Cody and, and Jey Uso were out there just fucking, like, chucking and jiving, laughing it up. Like, I don't know, man. They just – they have fun with it. This man in the center of our screen right now, you could tell based on SmackDown last night that he's having fun with what he's doing and that the old man ain't just grabbing his balls and squeezing, dude. He's having fun. We're getting <laughs> we're big – he shouldn't even be called big anymore. But we're getting big Bronson <laughs> Reed against Gunther on Raw. Are oh, you, my God. Is Vince booking? Be... Vince ain't booking that match. Oh, no. Oh. We just had Gable and Pretty Ricky and Bronson Reed on Raw. Like we, There's a lot of work Papa H got to do still, but I, he's slowly but surely getting us to where this product could be top-notch top of the world type of product type stuff oh fuck yeah and, and not only that i mean think about this i mean the stories that he's giving us the way how he's like getting us to be like what the fuck it, you know we can assume a lot of things but we're more like wait a man now i really gotta tune in to see if, if our assumption is correct or maybe it's a different route because that's where one thing that michaels is even doing in nxt like even like i know I, we don't speak too much of nxt but NXT in certain levels like it has this like okay I like where this is going, you know like I like how they're booking tri- like Trick Williams. I'm glad he's getting that push even though he lost the belt sucks, but we already know the reason he we, we already know it's but like, just it's- winning the belt though propelled him. He ain't even supposed to be in that match. Exactly he gets the title win, drops it back right quick. I mean that boosts him to the next level, right? Yeah, let's see what I'm gonna say. I'm a fan of AEW to the point Tony Khan, but Tony Khan is spoiled the rich kid. Let the legends in the back run the show. Dustin Daniels, Chris Hero, Sting, and even JJ's. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It this, is true. This man trying to run AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, AEW Collision, ROH Weekly. That's four shows weekly. And he's trying to add in monthly pay-per-views now and going to – fuck, he was just at Thursday Night Football this week. When do you have time to do all of this stuff? Give someone 
else? The pencil. Sorry, no, it's off top. The hell, no, hell yeah, it doesn't matter. It, it, right here, there's no fucking fuck that. Hell yeah. Let the people know. Give them people what you want. Give them what they want. What I want. Give someone else the fucking pencil. That's what I want. <laughs> yes, it's you. And I'm glad that. And I'm one. I'm. You know what? I wonder though, Bobby. I'm wondering how is Bruce Pritchard taking this? Because now that he was, mm. he was so used to being under Vince's control and his mentality. This is a whole different mentality here now. Bruce's job could be on the line too, because you know mm-hmm. Papa Papa H could be like, you know what? Nah, man, I'm tired of your mentality with Vince. Get out of here. You're done. Yeah. You know we he could do that. He got people there behind him. You know it's. I mean, and, but good thing Papa H was the one that put a billion Kidman there. Kidman is still fucking there. Him. He's killing it. Kidman, you know, uh, Tyson Kidd, yeah. Jason Jordan. Yeah. Um, Abyss, like sorry, I can't think of his name yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. His uh, name. Joseph Park, <laughs> Joseph <laughs> Park, killing yeah. it, dude. Adam Pierce, like yeah. these guys in their backstage. Doc Hendricks, Michael P.S. Motherfucking Hayes, still wearing the same five act suits and fucking hats that are too big for his ass, but still killing it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, crazy, bro. Oh man, I'm loving it. I just can't wait for the future and to see how Triple H's gonna book for for mm-hmm. Survivor Series Mania, yes, Rumble dude. Mania. Oh, dude, it's I'm so awesome. excited, man. I'm so excited for all of it, dude. Um, you know, I'm sure you know you bring it up. I'm sure you'll bring it up. Like what happened last night and shit. Oh, we're gonna get into it. Might as well. I know we will. And let's get into there it. There he is. <laughs> yeah, right on cue, baby. You're right on cue, puppy. There you go. And that is right. The recap here for SmackDown, what happened 24 hours ago, and we got to see it. The debut, and the new general manager of SmackDown, Nick Aldis, finally makes his debut on television for WWE. We know he was working back as a producer. They gave him a chance, and yeah, I guess he worked it out well. And from there, Papa H said, you know what? We start using this guy, so let's start using him being a GM. You know, and now, and now we found out that the uh, trade was Kevin Owens. And that's where, like, nah, that's bullshit. Hold the fuck up. But then it, then again, I thought about it, like, wait a minute. You know, just Cody is a tag team champion with, you know, Jason. So he's able to go to Raw and SmackDown. So it makes no difference, So which is fine. But I'm just shocked they're separating Sammy and Kevin. That's where I'm shocked. We're like, why are they doing that? Is there a reason for it? If they requested it, that's the biggest question. And the one that got me, ugh. When I saw it, she came in into oh, oh, I saw it. I, I, oh, oh, there he is. There he is. And, 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 and Charlotte Flair eye to eye for the first time. I went full. Nipple Mania is running. Well, baby. Oh, oh, let's go, Poppy. Let's go. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Let's, go, let's fucking go. That's <laughs> into it. <laughs> Had to do it, man. Everything that happened on SmackDown was tremendous, and and then seeing you know, of course, LA Knight, the crowd was going fucking insane. Oh my god, this is where I'm so happy that he's getting where he deserves to get booked. And not only that, I mean, I know the the crowd wasn't like, who's Nick Aldis? There, no, there was no much cheers. I know there was cheers for Adam Pierce because he's a raw Mm -hmm. general manager, but you'll get to know people, YouTube, and. Follow this guy on social media, Nick Aldo. See his history, what he's done in the NWA, and what he's done, you know, and in Impact, especially. Oh my God, this man! I love the fact that he's here. 
could he be like the Kurt Angle style of GM? Wrestled maybe down the line? Could he be that? Can he do that? Break it down, brother. What are your thoughts overall? What happened last night on on SmackDown? God, I have like so much to say, so I'm going to try to keep it under 15 minutes. Nah, just, just, no, bro. You got, you got all of them. Go ahead, brother. Dude. SmackDown last night was just lit on so many different levels. So, first of all, LA Knight's presence in that ring with Roman Reigns, with John Cena, was extraordinary. He held himself like he was a tenured, 10-year veteran. Well, he's a 20-year veteran, but 10-year main event player in WWE on that mic. He is between two of the top 15 best wrestlers of all time. Maybe not in-ring wrestlers, but overall persona characters. Roman and Cena, when it's all said and done, are two of the top 15. And you can't second-guess it. At the end of the day, their accolades will speak for themselves. And at the end of the day, accolades are important in wrestling, all right? Man holding the belt for 1,100 days, important. Man holding the belt 16 times, very important. Two of the top 15 of all time. And what's LA Knight just sitting there doing? Just barring with Roman Reigns. Like, got Roman smirking, real smirking. You can tell those are real smirks, too. You know what he did? He took John Cena's old rap and spun it into the promo last night and ripped eight bars from his rap to Roman. And that's when Cena was jumping up and down in the corner. And Roman's just like... And I'm like, oh, this guy. And I didn't know at the time because I'm not that in, in it. But I went on Twitter, of course, and then I heard the song and I heard the promo and I'm like, this man has got it. If we didn't already know that he has it, he has it. Do I want him to beat Roman? Hell no. Do I think he's going to beat Roman? Hell no. But you got to remember, and I hate to say this comparison, but you got to remember Stone Cold Steve Austin came up when he was about to break. He wrestled in Fatal 4 Ways with Bret Hart and Sid and... um Oh, shit. Who the fuck is the fourth? Vader. And he wrestled on The Undertaker. And he wrestled a one-on-one match against The Undertaker in a 20-minute match at In Your House, uh, Evil Dead, or whatever the fuck that thing. No, whatever the fuck, whatever. It doesn't matter. 20-minute match. And he lost. And it's okay because they're elevating him. And that would happen when he went into 97. He, McMahon won the Rumble, but he went on, or before 97, he beat Owen Hart. Won the Intercontinental title with a broken fucking neck. All right. Continued to build him himself as a future main eventer. 98 Rumble. I'm fairly certain McMahon won it, but Austin still found himself into that main That's event. Right. Yeah. And, uh, or no, maybe I think Austin won that one. McMahon won the next one, whatever. However, it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. It Over, was Austin, and then the next one was Vince. You're right. Yeah. So, however, it ended up, he then went and took the title from Sean, which eventually LA Knight will do the exact same thing, but not from Roman. It'll be a different person he takes probably the other belt from. But putting LA Knight in the same ring as Roman, and I love my boy Justin. Upset you're not here. You're probably busy on the Saturday afternoon. It's okay. But Justin claims that LA Knight being mixed up with Roman right now is way too soon. And I say, ah! You put the man with the biggest star in the fucking company because all that's going to do is give him a little rub. And when Solo interferes in that match, it hits him with a spike, and LA Knight doesn't lose clean and moves on to something else. It's just give, making him look like a fucking star, dude. That's all that is. So what a great start to that show. I'll go on to Cody and Jay keeping those belts. I thought maybe Theory and Waller would win them when they were announced. I forgot about the match on Raw with Judgment Day. Oh, that's Cody, right, yeah. Cody and Jay versus Jimmy and Solo is going down in Saudi. I don't know how I feel about that. I was kind of hoping that Jimmy and Jay would be separate until WrestleMania, yeah. but maybe we get this tag title match of Saudi just because we'll go there. 
Cody and Roman went face to face for the first time in a long time. In fact, got me nipple mania, Poppy. I love the announcement of two general managers because I hope that we actually get some sort of a, a brand split now. You have a hundred talented people on this roster. Let's fucking break them down and let's fucking use them. All right. Let's break these tag titles up. You got more than enough tag teams on the roster. Plus you can build them like a beautiful team, like theory and Waller. All right. So let's split the tag teams up and let's get two actual brands. Nick Aldis. It was really sad not to see him get a pop, but at the end of the day, no one knows who the fuck Nick Aldis is. All right. Like the 25% of the IWC who was in the crowd knew who he was, but six months from now, this man is going to be over like fucking Grover, dude. And his oh, fuck yeah. Dom, hell yeah, right. And his one liner at Dom, like, yeah, I know you. I really like you. Your dad got me, <laughs> got me so hard, dude. So I'm like, see, just he's he gets it. He's gonna get it. Jaden Charlotte, <laughs> come on, she looks better than Charlotte already. Like she is, yo, she is just a specimen, man. Like just a fucking specimen of life. I can't wait to see her do everything that we think she's going to do with Jay, with, with Charlotte and Bianca yeah. and Bailey down the road. But my number one thing, and this is the, the biggest thing I wanted to take out of this was. Yes. Kevin Owens being traded to SmackDown. At first, it didn't really click here. I didn't really understand why. It made no sense to me. Why are you breaking up the two best friends right now? We're going into war games. Obviously, we could still have KO, Sammy, Cody, Jay, and LA Knight versus Judgment Day. Dude. It's all good. <laughs> oh man, it's my work phone. I ain't even fucking working right now. That's wild that they went off. My bad. But obviously, we could clearly have the five of them still doing their thing, right? Um, but what here's what I foresee happening, Poppy. The reason that Kevin Owens was traded to SmackDown is because he's eventually gonna win a world title. We will mm. get KO. We're gonna get KO versus Roman three at Royal Rumble, where KO fails again. Okay. He will lose to Roman for the third Royal Rumble in a row. Roman loses the belt to Cody. KO will eventually beat Cody for that belt down the road. KO will turn heel. He will be vicious again. He will fucking just be crazy. You know what's going to happen then? Mm. Next year, Sami Zayn wins the Royal Rumble. Sami Zayn goes on to fight Kevin Owens at WrestleMania 41. Yes. To wait to beat his best friend for the world title and win his first world title in WWE. That's what's going to happen. I it, Nothing makes sense other than that to me. There's no reason to make this move. We have two world titles now. Cool. Cody's going to need feuds. Kevin will be his friend for a little bit. Kevin will turn on him. Kevin will hold the belt come October, November, hold it to Mania. Sammy, Rumble, beats KO at 41 right now. Oh, <laughs> to because oh we're gonna have to take a clip of this and i want you guys to remember because <laughs> i have a better remember what the banger podcast is saying right now because it's true it just oh my god i'm trying to calm down here jesus <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you got me oh you got me there oh you get me you got me there already you, you got me like this already oh yeah i'm gonna pay attention to that because oh my god you're fucking so right about that everything it in it, it's it makes sense it makes sense. I love it because, especially what we're seeing, you know, how you mentioned about Roman and Cody having seen each other eye to eye for the Sims WrestleMania. That's already the teaser there. And then them winning the tag team champions, you know, him and Jay Uso kind of makes sense. Like, okay, this is now we get it. Why Cody accepted to be his partner, needed a partner, why he wanted the belt because it gets him 
and and why we're, we're close with Jey Uso, closer to the bloodline. And from there, we I think we're gonna see the, the deterioration from the bloodline by many of you know by next year's mania. We see it by then. We could see that. I mean, it, but with Kev, Kevin Owens going to SmackDown again, him going heel too. Let's say, oh my God, I could just picture it. Oh, I just could picture it. I could. Oh man, Jesus. Oh, oh you get you get me hyped. Oh Jesus. Oh. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yes. What up, Brian? What's going on? What up, BC? What's going on, BC? But what are your thoughts about though, Nick Aldis, though? Do you feel that he's going to compete in a ring? I mean, I like your Kurt Angle. I like your Kurt Angle thought. I do. Yeah, he's got to get he, he's got to get down at some point, right? Maybe team of Cody. I mean, they. the thing with WWE now is they're bringing up history. They're talking about New Japan. Yeah. Why wouldn't they mention Cody versus Cody winning his first World championship against Nick Aldis. That's right. Why, why, why wouldn't they bring that up? You know, Adam Pierce, the former NWA world champion, That's Nick true. Aldis, former NWA world champion. Like they got to start talking about who Nick Aldis is and what, right? Just like KP is just saying. Yeah. I, I hope they explain this backstory. They're going to have to say who he is. He is the longest reigning NWA world champion of all time. Yes. 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 Raw, NXT, SmackDown, all had Jay, Jade, any of who else they had. Dominic Mysterio oh, and Cody Rhodes. Right. <laughs> Maybe the three of them just drove arena to arena together. Because I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, did all three of them make all three shows? Because I think they did. They did. Yeah, they actually did. Like, I'm surprised they actually did. The one thing, yeah, I mean, I like how KGB said about explaining the, the history of Nick Aldis. I hope they do because, and I hope Impact allows them to, hey, use a couple clips. This show who the hell is Nick Aldis. Because we gotta see who the fuck Nick Aldis. The, the, the WWE audience needs to see. They need to see who are who is Nick Aldis. Because I don't think I was really shocked that I didn't see people really surprised. That's why I was wondering. Like, that sucks for Nick Aldis, man. And and one thing I would say though about Pump H, I mean, I wish he could have done the intro better for him, and not just coming out of nowhere from what he was sitting down by the commentators most of the whole fucking time. Like, right. why didn't you choose like a, a theme intro, like man, coming out and people will be like, okay, hype, oh. hype this man up. You didn't really a, hype a, a this A pyro man up. or two, a yeah. quick, like a titantron of him versus, what? you could put a titantron of him versus Cody or something like, oh no, Tony Khan owns that footage. That's our range footage. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting that footage. Nope, sorry. <laughs> That's what I'm like. Come on, man. Just you know, I would have done that for Nick for Nick Aldis. I think he deserves that you know, yeah. that that introduction properly. And I think people yeah. would have been okay. Now we know who he is. You know, I, I I'm wondering if he kept if he actually owns the trademark of the National Treasure. That's what I'm wondering mm. if he does owns that fucking shit. It's I'm not just Nick Aldis too who got kind of screwed by that. Yo, they Kayla, should... what's going oh, on, girl. Kayla? Love Kayla, not Kayla, always killing it with those uh, guys. She's the best. Those outrage yes, control, yes. Okay, co host at Queen's Takeover, doing their great, great things at Queen's Takeover. Check them out. Appreciate you, Kayla, for sure. Yeah. Yes, man. But yo, they didn't listen. He gave Adam Pierce a nice rub too by giving him the GM spot. But old boy was just sitting in the corner too. You couldn't, <laughs> like, you couldn't like, hey, Adam, could you please come out from the back really quick? Like. You know what I'm saying? Like, this dude has been running your shows for three years. You couldn't, like, let him walk down the ramp, shake it. Like, not <laughs> Small things, right? Small yeah. Things. But, we, but, hey, that's how you know that we we fans we pay attention to. And this is why we have the Fanatics Network. They talk about it, too, ladies and gentlemen. You know, 
That's the reason because we pay attention to that. We're not like fucking Alvarez piece of shit and Seltzer. No. We give the right opinions, damn it. Not like those those jackasses. They just, no. It's too much. I'm sorry. I was going to shit on them. Let me tell them, Poppy. We're all going to. But the one, oh, man. Just having Jake going everywhere, too. It's now getting the it's it's getting hyped. This is like okay, what am I gonna see the debut? Now you're getting me now tempted to like Triple H. What the fuck are you doing, Papa Papa H? What are you doing? Okay, you're introducing it to everybody. You're teasing us. Stop teasing already. Just fucking give us a bring a debut. That's what I want to see. So good. She has looked like she got more stacked from the time she left AEW to now. She's got. Lines in places I didn't know you could have lines, dude. I, I know. I saw it's <laughs> fucking crazy, man. <laughs> oh, look, okay, let's see. Yes, Adam Kidding is not the old one in charge. Is he already acts like he don't even like Chelsea Green? <laughs> That's right. Well, he probably does. Kayla, we never know. But what do you expect for JD uh, for Jake Cargo to where will she? Debut was she? Well, I know they say that she's gonna be now officially for Raw, right? Is that mm-hmm. what they mentioned that she's officially Raw? Yeah. I mean, what we see it this Monday now with the you know season premiere, you know, but the card is stacked for Raw. But I'm saying, will we see her? I know I, I'm assuming we're gonna see her there again. But do you feel like it's the right time, or do you think they're gonna wait until Survivor Series for her to debut in the ring? That's the question. It's really fucked up because I I, I don't like her in the ring. But what you should do, mm-hmm. <laughs> you should bring old Caddy from the back and let her wrestle Jade's first match, whether it is on Raw or at Survivor Series, and put Jade Cargill versus Natalia. I understand, everybody. You're like, why the fuck are you saying this? I'm saying, why the fuck am I saying this? But if you want the safest, best worker for Jade to go work her first match with and beat, obviously, you're not going to put over Jade and Charlotte. You're not doing that. Um, you put her with Natalia, and you put Jade and Natalia out there. The the first match, whether it's a Raw or it's a Survivor Series, if it, however, if she does debut on Raw, you probably want to have her squash like a Nikki Cross or something. Like I feel bad for Nikki Cross. She gets it's <laughs> just she's getting squashed though lately though. I mean, fuck. She, I just... she already changed her name on Twitter. I feel like she's on her way out the door. So what did she, I, what did she change it to? I, I didn't see that. Her real name. Oh, her real name. Oh yeah, yeah. she's probably on her way out. Yeah. So I'd probably have her beat a former world champion like Nikki Cross, or I'd put her against Natalia. And again, Natalia gross. Natalia icky. No Natalia. That's how I feel. But Natalia, a good worker. So Jade and Natalia, you want a great match on her debut, maybe it's Natalia. Maybe, maybe you know what? Maybe it is Natalia because you know what I realized too that I'm not sure if we all noticed that Natalia, when it comes to someone debuting in WWE, she's always the first person to go ahead go in action with that individual, mm-hmm. and then she's the one that puts them over. Yep. And I, I think, and I feel, which is why now it makes sense why they kept her, and it was you know with all these releases, you know, I feel that she's going to be the next one for like, I think once Saraya uh, Del Rey. Uh, retires from the performance center. I think she's going to be taking over. I think mm. you know, Natalia's going to be probably there. Hey, you know what? Now she's going to be the the head trainer for the women. I think she's going to do that. I have a feeling she's gonna, because they still do it anyways. I mean, they they have their own gym with her and and Tyson. They they have a, some facility and they. Yep. Uh, obviously, we've seen you know Trish has gone over there. Lita has gone over there with the, you know people that's returned. I feel like maybe maybe we'll see Jake Cargill going over there. Probably that's when, maybe you're right. It could be, it could be Natalia with the first one, and her challenging you know 
Jade Cargill. And I think it'll be great because I feel Natalia will really sell for her and will put her over. Yes. Sure. That is for sure. I do see that from Natalia, like from Natalia doing that for Jade. But who will be the first feud for Jade? That's the question there. Who do you think exactly, right? Do you wait to debut her until the Royal Rumble? And then whoever they – she ain't going to win it. So whoever they co-eliminate, she fights? Like, you know the Royal Rumble in the past has always set up big matches. Uh, Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg. These matches were set up in the Royal Rumble. You Mm -hmm. could possibly set up Jade's future opponents in the Royal Rumble. That's true. That you, that's true. You're right about that. I mean, that, that would make sense because it'll be a whole like a whole different. It'll be a brand new year for her to start. And fuck, it, it's so there's so much she could do with Jade. I, I'm sorry, it's like because I because Poppy, do you want to bring her in in like I always like Humaga, Great Kali, Ryback, Lotus yeah. Clay. You want to put her in just Candice LeRae, Indy Hartwell, Zia Lee, Tegan Knox, Natalia. You want to do those type of matches, or do you want to go ahead and do you want to do like a big feud for her first feud? What up, Chris? Let's see, let's see. Uh, Papi Chulo, the director, the director, and director. What is going on? You're awake? Yeah, pretty much. I went to bed just now. Now I'm up, so it's all good. Let's go. <laughs> What's up, Chris? That's right. Check it out, man. Fucking 11 a.m., 12 a.m. on a Saturday after morning, man. So I'm ready to fucking talk some Title Tuesday. And uh, it sounds like they had to pull out their AAA stars just to even compete, and they still only beat them by 33 and that third percent. Look at the numbers, Tony Khan. You didn't do too bad. You did 600K versus 900K. I'll take that as a mid loss, not a big devastation. Uh, and it took John Cena and The Undertaker not even having matches to do so. TK put on a great show. That's why, like, he's beating himself up by these comments that he's putting himself on Twitter. Well, you know why he's doing that, right? There's a a psychology behind the troll tweets is because he'll go troll tweet and then major announcement. So he gets you in (laughs) with the bait, and then he switches you to the facts. And he's doing that on purpose. And it's I think it's pretty – it's – funny i don't know if it's clever but it's we're, we're talking about it i love t i love tk i love the i love tk just god damn our promise tonight is gonna be the most exciting dynamite we've had all week tonight's show is gonna be the best show we've had all day I cannot control his voice, but neither would I if I had a billion dollar company with all my favorite toys playing for me. <laughs> yeah, hey, at least love TK. I love what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I got no problem with TK. Just take the phone away from him, please. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Before we get to that, let's talk about that for a very brief. What the fuck, Tony Khan? I know it's your birthday. You're doing this shit. <laughs> it was your birthday. You enjoyed yourself, but yeah, even even look, everybody in the roster, AW, you mentioned it, Tim, like that they, they want him to put the phone down, man. Stop with the bullshit on so on social media. You call Triple H and Shawn Michaels assholes, ball headed assholes. You need guy needs to stop, like, bro, Tony Khan. You need to kind of calm down on your social media, but 
Not even Vince fucking does that. What? <laughs> Never. Vince like, doesn't know what a burrito is, let alone a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> he don't even know what is a burrito. Oh, man. Oh, my God. But geez. Oh, man. But talk about it, TK. You brought it up, brother. Like, do you agree with the, with the, the other TK? <laughs> the real TK right here, ladies. That's right. It's the real the bang over here. That's right. No, I don't agree with his tweets at all, man. Listen, I love Tony Khan. I appreciate the alternative. I love his dancing. Yo, listen, that dancing shit, do it all day. That's hot. He did it with Claudio and Yuta. He did the BCC Claudio dance. Love that. That's great. You want to be in the ring with your talent after the show's over, out there for 20, 30 minutes trying to hype the crowd, entertain the crowd still? Dude, I'm all fucking for that. You want to even stir up just maybe one tweet about, yo, my show, two two tweets. My show is going to be hot, hot, hot tonight. Like, be sure to check out this over the alternative. But, bro, when you get to the point where you're like, these guys are bald-headed assholes. My mom was sick in the hospital. I was sitting bedside with her. They're trying to steal my talent. And, like, this is one year ago today. Like, come on, Tony. Bro, just be a little more mature. You yeah. are a grown-ass man. You run the second biggest wrestling promotion since WCW. You fucking run a soccer team. You help the Jaguars. Like, bro, just put your phone down. You got people. You you got us. Like, we AEW fans will do that shit talking for you. <coughs> just let us handle that for you. You ain't need to do it. That's very true. And you're absolutely right about that. Director, do you feel the same? Yeah, I mean, I said what I said. I, I I see what he's doing, and I don't know. People can disagree with it. It's a weird tactic, and I don't, you know, think he needs to do it. And he's got a fan base that's, you know, pretty dedicated. So, yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> You're like, hey, he ain't going nowhere. He ain't, he ain't packing his bags, you know. He doesn't have Ted Turner riding his asshole. J.J. Dillon <laughs> is backstage with Lube. So, <laughs> that is a – that's a reference. No, he's got the opposite. He's got the backing of a major, major, major corporation, which is you mean his father. <laughs> <laughs> a major father. I mean, I ain't mad at that either. I fucking. I mean, you know, I mean, a few billion dollars in the tire industry or whatever the fuck he does. <laughs> you know what he does. I think right, he literally runs like a tire company, like the biggest like racing tire company in the world, right? It, it, is that or I, you know what I? Really yeah, it's, it was that first, and then the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars again were like Tony Khan's the AW. He just bought his favorite team or some shit like that. Uh, okay. What is that time, ladies and gentlemen? Let's get into it. That's right. It's time. It's time. It's beta time. Dynamite. Dynamite. That happened. Fuck, that happened on Tuesday. Damn, how many? How many? Is that ninety-six hours? Was it in a minute? Season? Yeah. Hey, guys, yeah. Some, yeah. Damn, I guess ninety-six hours. <laughs> yeah. Title Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. I know everyone talked to recap, but we haven't done it here, and so especially with the Banger Podcast, we haven't done it. So we got to get into this matchup. I've this is the number one contendership, of course, for the TNT <laughs> Championship for Christian's title. I like the fact how Christian opened the damn show. He's like. What are you dirty pieces of shit start the show? <laughs> and I was just like, oh wow, like I love it. Oh man, I honestly I was just waiting for him to do this, man. I, I was just waiting for him. How's everybody's father feeling today? <laughs> I was waiting for that, or I was just waiting. Go fuck yourself. 
I'm sorry. Second that greatest one for wrestling history right there. Second I fucking one. love it because, look, right now, I hate this. As much people probably will, certain people will disagree, Christian is right now the hottest thing right now because that motherfucker, what the, he doesn't break character. He doesn't, not even in a media scrum. He doesn't even do that. I love when he buried the shit out of Brian Alvarez. I fucking enjoyed it. I yeah, that was amazing. Happy. I love that. And that was I that was it. a shoot, baby. <laughs> I, <love that>. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking loved it. But man, this match I really enjoyed. It was great. It was good to see finally Strickland and Bryanson Dyson. Jeez, how the director calls him. I like I like Bryanson. Bryanson's the way. Yeah. <laughs> bring it down director your thoughts on this opening matchup brother yeah i mean um it was a good match it was bad booking why the fuck they're gonna have swerve win on a pay-per-view against a former champion just to have him lose the next week against a uh on his way to being champion what was the point of that i don't understand why they would do that they just they raised him just to lower him this could have been this could have been held off for a much bigger match and uh, i think swerve should have maybe have won that if it was on a pay-per-view but they just pushed up Swerve and just dropped them again. So let's let's see what's up. I, I don't I don't understand. Let's Good match, it. but just I don't know why they did that to, to Swerve. Oh man! Shout out to Dylan, of course, on the chat. Of course, Dylan, that's right. World Elite, baby, that's right. And of course, the Bump Boys. What's going on, my brothers? Right there. That's right. The Tim the Goat. Yes, he is. The goat. Yes, he is. <laughs> I love direct as well. But like, one thing. Um, for me, I okay. The match was great. I enjoyed it. I think we should see more of it. I'm actually happy they're fucking booking Swerve. Swerve, we've been digressing about the. Okay, now it's about time that we see him at that level. We really haven't seen that from him. We always just seen at mid card matches. Unfortunately, you know, it's just, well, we haven't seen him. You know, matches like this. You know, with a Hangman. I, I, I was happy that he won that match. And now, you know, of course, we're going to see the, the feud continue. And it has to continue because, you know, it's going to be best out of three. I, I'm pretty sure it will be between him and, and Hangman Page. I believe so. But I really enjoyed what he what he did with Brian. Said, you know, I like I love that. I think we were able now to see what we see in the independent circuit, what he's done. But now we're seeing it on national television. <coughs> now we're able to see what Swerve is all about. And I hope they push it, push him and, you know, his faction more and more and more. But – we're gonna have to wait and see, but the ah, puppy, puppy, the panger, break it down, brother. What are your thoughts on this one? Fantastic match. Uh, Brian being mixed up with the TNT Championship is interesting. I will talk about that more in the main event, I'm sure, when we talk about the brawl. So I'll talk about that then. Um, Swerve. <clears throat> when Swerve and Keith Lee were a tag team, Swerve in our glory, I was like, damn, they really put. I love Swerve in NXT. I love Swerve. Period. But. I'm like, damn, they're really just putting Keith Lee in this tag team and, like, like degrading him? Because I thought Keith Lee should have been the TNT champion well long ago. Mm. Wow, well, I know that Swerve is not only going to fucking shine him, but Swerve Strickland will become the first black world champion in AEW history. doesn't fucking matter that he loses to Brian right now. It sucks. I, true, I too, want him to beat Brian, but I figure Brian would win because he's going to wrestle Christian and we're going to get some BCC Team Christian shit going. I'll talk about that later. Swerve beating Hangman on a pay-per-view is fucking massive. Um, I do agree that he probably will lose to Hangman next, then beat Hangman again. The world title is just tied up right now. Um, obviously, MJF's on the top of his game. We got Jay White there. Adam Cole will beat MJF when he gets back. What's not to say that Swerve can't 
be the world champion come this time next year. And I think that's the long-term goal with Swerve is for him to be the first black AEW world champion ever, which is fucking earned, right? He's going to fucking continue to fucking earn it throughout from now to next year. And that's, what's going to go down. So just being in the mix with Hangman, being in the mix with Brian makes him feel like a legitimate superstar to me. And I love it. Well, he's doing what mogul embassy is fantastic. Match was great, dude. Brian and Christian can't wait. Um, for a collision, but that's only because what I think is going to be coming next. And I'll talk about that in the main event. Oh man, yeah, absolutely. I I agree. Uh, it's you know, Swerve should be that. You know, he needs to be at that level already. That's why I feel like he needs mid card titles like the, the the TNT or the internet or the international. Well, well, you so you you're so you're saying he's going directly towards the, the main champions. That's what you're absolutely. saying. Absolutely, yeah. Those titles are too tied up in their own hot potato game, which we'll explain later. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The tw- no, they're 24 7 titles, all right? That's what they are. <laughs> those, those titles are to elevate stars you're unfamiliar with. We know who Swerve is. It's his house. Whose house? Whose house? <laughs> Whose house? Whose house? He's, he's got reparations for that, sure, that, for that uh, Isaiah Scott shit. So let's go. <laughs> I guess we do. I guess we do. And of course, the other matchup that we we already kind of predicted that it was going to happen, but honestly, I didn't expect it to happen the way it did, and and the way and that's power, you know, power Hobbs, Will Hobbs against the Kachow, oh, the Tom Brady professional wrestling. That's right. I'm saying it. I keep saying it. I'm going to continue to say it for you, Chris Jericho, because yes, you are, man. Talk about a director. Well, you surprised, but before you do, let me just say one thing though. Did. Did Mark Henry Mark Henry pass him the torch to use the world's strongest slam? Did he fucking let power? I was actually, this is the weirdest sentence that no one's ever thought of. I was actually wondering about Mark Henry a couple weeks ago. <laughs> really? I was, like, isn't he, I was like, isn't he in AW? Doesn't he do like dark or some shit? Or is I right? Or was it's he- time? Man. Yeah. Yes, he does. Cool. That's what I thought. But uh what am I surprised at? Did he use the world's strongest slam? Not really. I mean I'm sure the guy can come up with something more clever, but if that's what he wants to do, what's he mm. going to do, you know? But, yeah. uh, uh, again, Jericho, this is the right move for everybody. Jericho doesn't need a win. He's really good at elevating. He's in the producer uh, position right now. They pulled Will Hobbs out of that fucking stupid GTV angle. <laughs> I fucking hated that. It was bad. You can't build up a beast like this through a storyline from the mean streets of Emeryville, a.k.a. Oakland. And then have him just be Harvey Levin from TMZ. Like, that does not compute. And it's Vince booking right there. It's Vince booking. Hopefully, this is what AEW does. They're really good at having a bad angle and then just dropping it and you forget about it. They've done it before, and I hope they do that again with this. Um, I don't want QT Marshall anywhere near this guy. And putting him in the uh, black hand. I don't know. What's it called? The family? Again, we have another family. That's oh, fine. About Don Callis family. Pretty Don Callis family. If mm. he's officially in, which it looks like he is, cool. Yeah, that's fine. I want him to be taken seriously for sure, definitely. And that's the only faction right now that, unless you put him in the house of black men, then that would be the best place for him. Mm. Okay. I think it does fit him, to be honest. I can tell you that. I think uh, Don Callis will help push this man. <coughs> he could. Is he can yeah. make a, if you're gonna make, if you're gonna make a big gigantic faction like just do it just fuck it they're already doing it it's already gonna be just some crazy corporation level empire so like fucking throw them in there I'm cool with it 
Okay. All right. <sighs> TK, break it down, brother. What are your thoughts? Yeah. So, first of all, the match itself. Yeah. Hobbs beat that motherfucking ass. I mean, he, yes. he dropped him out. He, Jericho got the job on that yeah. one. If you know, yes. you know, it wasn't some like action Andrade match where like it was back and forth, the drama. This was like a one, two, three. He, this he, was like one yeah. versus like Nick Nemeth or some shit. Yeah, season what with three um of the fucking um super power slams, Mark Henry style. Like, yo, he just beasted this man, and I'm all fucking with it. As we know, I love big beefy men, right? Yes, I love uh, this man, powerhouse hubs so much. <laughs> look at that, look at that, look at that fucking face. All right, just look at him. Look at that man. That guy is fucking <laughs> top tier talent right there. He just needs someone to help him cook, and Don Callis is gonna help him cook. Here's the thing about the Callis family to me. Mm-hmm. You get Kanosuke Takeshka, Sammy Guevara, Powerhouse Hobbs. Will Osprey is like the pseudo member of it. But at the end of the day, these guys don't actually need to be a stable. All right. You remember back in the day what Jimmy Hart used to do, what Bobby the Brain Heenan oh, used to do that. with the Heenan family? Yes. They would manage people, right? But they weren't necessarily one big unit. Right. Sure. Takeshka. <laughs> yeah. Sure, Takeshka, Hobbs, Guevara. That's nasty. They can come together at any time. But Callis just being in their individual corners elevates all of those guys incredibly. So I'm so for this move. Hobbs destroying this man. Jericho, this is, what is Jericho there for? Put people over. Let's go. And the fact that Garcia is starting to feel bad about this now. Danny might come and try to save Jericho. <laughs> Danny up a little bit. We get the Danny and Sammy feud that we thought we were going to get. Back in the yeah, JS days. Um, but this time we're all with Danny dancing and shit. Like, come on. I, I like it. There's good storytelling here. Yeah, yes. definitely. And there's layers. And there's layers that you had to have been paying attention. You know, AW does have long-term storytelling for sure. And uh, that's, I mean, like the dating back to, I don't even know what predated the inner circle. The premiere, the pinnacle, the pinnacle, and then inner circle. And then the Jericho Appreciation Society. It's all, it's all one big story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised right. I even remember what they were all called. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised, but yeah, it just I feel with Hobbs, they Callis could do a lot with him, and I think getting he 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 needed the moment, he needed this time. It sucks that he didn't have a run with the TNT belt. I feel like he could have ran a little bit more with it, but I feel like you can use this man very very good. I feel like you can. Um, it just, uh, I don't, I don't know. For me, Hobbs, I, I'm surprised. I'm telling you, what surprises me is the way how Jericho really put him over in this one. That's where I'm surprised. Like it seemed like to me, this match was not even a, like Jericho really made it seem like he was like a Mark Henry. Like seriously, like okay, if we go back and look at Mark Henry's matches back in WWE and look how he fucking dominated fucking opponents, it's like the single power Hobbs, like the same. I'm like shit. That's what it reminds me a little bit of, and but I just I'm just shocked that Jericho really took that loss like that. I thought I was expecting more out of it, uh, but we maybe I think we're gonna see it down the line. I think it's gonna be a, a feud between them, heading down maybe to full gear. Maybe probably we're gonna see that. We don't know. It, we it, I'm just curious. I'm just curious of how that's gonna head to, you know, with Power Hops and uh, there's a lot of things they could do, man. There's so much. Well, they could do what you know what power hops, what hops. So, so we'll, we'll wait and see. 
And speaking of hot potato, yes, let's talk about it. The hot potato right here. That is right. That's for the AEW International Championship matchup. Orange Cassidy versus Ray Phoenix. Orange Cassidy, what? It's is he two-time? Two-time, right? Uh, two-time. Two-time international champion. Did not expect this. Of course, it was supposed to be Moxie and Phoenix. And you heard at the beginning they announced, oh, you know, it's kind of bro. Wait, wait, Moxie can't make it to the Tell us why. No, you didn't tell us why. He's not clear yet. He's not ready. We already know. The man ain't ready yet. But, man, what are your thoughts about that? You know, by good matchup, by the way. But Yeah, of course. Duh, these guys can't do wrong. Well, hell no. But I was surprised that really Orange actually won this fucking belt again. I thought it was going to be Moxie taking it home. And, okay, Moxie got it. We're going to see. Then we're going to see Orange and Moxie at full gear, which I think we still might see that, I think, at full gear. I'm, I'm, I think that's going to happen. I don't think Orange is happy that he won it that way. I think he wanted, he wants to be happy when he the defeats, you know, John Moxley, you know, legitimately for him to be like, okay, hell yeah, now I beat one of the top guys, a top guy, you know. So, man, uh, I was shocked. I was surprised. The crowd was really into it. I was really happy, but I don't know where direction we're going, where they're going with this hot potato title. That's what it should be called, damn it, twenty four seven title. That's what it should be fucking called. Yes. It should be called that. It should be called a 24 7 I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. Bullshit, Tony Khan. You got to take it because that is a 24 7 title. My weather just turned on. Was telling Your weather. My weather just started talking to me like it was. What's today's uh, weather, weather man? Tell us what's. I, I don't give a shit. I'm not going outside. It's daytime. Ron Burgundy, what is today? Brother? <laughs> Thank you. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. 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 Love it. What the heck to break it down? What were your thoughts of this matchup? And yeah, so quick backstory to explain everything. They're doing the best they can with these extenuating <laughs> circumstances. Moxley is still not cleared, and they are uncertain whether or not Phoenix's visa is going to be renewed. So to err on the side of caution, they had put title back on Orange Cassidy, and he's probably going to drop it to Mox when he's cleared. So that is the story behind this match and why the title has gone which way and the other in the past month. Um, good match. Hopefully Phoenix's visa gets cleared up. Hopefully Mox is back soon. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see like a three-way dance between these three. Mm. So that's what happened. Okay, now we know. So kind of, right. Is that the thing? Did that's I miss that? Was that the I, thing? I didn't know that. Wow. It is not uh, – his uh, visa future is uh, not 100% certain. Why Why is this pe- – uh, why, 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 why do they always fucking do this? Why – you guys, is it always remember. him too? Is it always Phoenix? It's always him. It's always Phoenix. It, it's always yeah. Phoenix. It's like it he filed his paperwork the day before he goes or some shit. I don't know the process. It's a, it's, that's, but let's not sit. Let's not sit here and pretend like Moxley wasn't about to whoop that ass and fucking. Oh, yeah, we are, yeah. Like let's let's not sit here and pretend that wasn't going to be the case. Like Moxley was going to beat that ass, win the belt. Then Moxley's <laughs> next feud was not going to be Orange Cassidy. It was going to be Jack. Yeah. Perry, that was going to be the next feud. But we'll talk about that again in the main event. This match was cool. It was fun. Nice, nice replacement. As soon as Orange was got got inserted into the match, I was like, Orange is winning this. There's no way Orange is not winning this match. And yes, just like Chris said, 110% full gear, triple threat, John Moxley, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix. It is the only way to settle this. I like that. And having a full gear is the biggest question. That's what I'm thinking. Like, it could be. Full gear. Oh, yeah. It has yeah, to. It has to happen. Yeah. It has to happen. It, it, it's like for, I just hope they make that fucking title where it's supposed to be. 
because I'm tired of seeing these titles being just jumping around. That's where one thing I will always critique is always the story of a belt. How long you need to have it? Who needs to have it long? That's where I just hate this hot potato shit, man. They need to, Tony Khan, got to need to figure this shit out, man. Have Chris Hero. You have Hero there to fucking write for you. Have him. Jesus. Like, I just, and see, this is another digression, too, because I want to digress about this man. What the fuck do you do with this man? That's where I, I what do you do with this man? Oh, you How just, do you return? You're, you're doing what you're doing, which is weird because we already know he's a beast. So I guess, uh, okay, but you, you had him squash, of course. Yeah, he's on, he's on two squashes. He walks out like he's Ricky Vaughn. Um, yes. I, I don't know. Is this leading up to like a fucking like Nick Nemeth thing or uh, or whatever his name is? Dolph is Dolph going to be the guy that comes out starts the what? shit? You, are you saying that Dolph Ziggler might show up and be? Is it Miro? Like who's going to be the fucking brick wall oh, that this great train like to walk into? Mm, I didn't talk about that. Nice. Because the, the Hobbs thing's over. Like don't go back to that train. So what are you uh, doing with Wardlow then? Well, you know he does have MJF written on his rift tape, right? Uh. Mm, yeah, he has MJF written on his wrist tape. I don't know if this is the uh, the comeback party, so we'll see. Mm, I, well, it's a very convoluted I, picture at the top there. So <laughs> you throw more people in there, and you got like a 20, 20 league cast. So yeah, but I don't know. He definitely does have MJF written on his wrist, wrist tape. So we'll see. Or what about unless that stands for something else? You know, you mentioned Miro, wait, does right? he wait? Hold up, hold up. He really is MJF written on his wrist tape. I'm gonna double I, check that. I, I yeah, you know what? Me too. I, I'm curious. Now, now you got me curious. I'll direct that. I know that. I well, I thought you were just fucking around. It's like, wait, wait, I think you're <laughs> curious right now. Hold on, hold I, on. One moment. Yeah, just look for. Uh, I'm curious now. Yeah, yeah. One moment, please. All right. Uno momento. <laughs> what is the show? I want you to show it because I'm curious. What do you do? Uh, oh oh shit. shit! Oh yes, let's go. Let's so that's go. kind of a prediction. That's a spoiler. Hey, man, when MJF won the belt, I said Wardlow would be the guy to dethrone him for it. He yeah. should have been. Obvious. This is not like it's not like an Easter egg. That was written to be seen. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that. Wow. I didn't know that. No. Damn, Chris. Way to go, bro. I had no idea. But at this point, at this point, listen, there's only one thing for Wardlow to do. I would love to see him fucking part the Moses Sea of all the dudes at the top. That'd be crazy. If, like, you have, like, Adam Cole, the Kingdom, whoever the fuck all these people are, and they're all just waiting in this feud, and Wardlow just goes, fuck right off. Oh. And it goes right for him. And they all get the fuck out of the way. They all go, like, you, yeah, no, you, 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 I don't Even Jay Lethal will be like, or not Jay Lethal, Jay White. Sorry. He's like, yeah, no, you you can take him. We're, we're good. Like, that would be amazing. See, Chris, that would be ideal, right? And ideally, my big beefy daddy would have already been doing this to MJF and probably would have squashed his ass and got the title already. However, MJF's run. He did, he did in a non-title, that's for sure. He did it, and then MJF went and won the title, and then War Daddy did, you know, the TNT title, which is stupid. Yeah, and Keith Lee's, you know, that that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole thing for another day. But this beautiful man right here, at the end of the day, there's only one thing and one thing only for him to do, and that is just to go follow Jade to WWE, all right? Because oh, this God, company oh, is never – Ever going to use him right? Okay, especially with Triple H running ninety nine point nine percent of it right now. That is the perfect time for this iron to strike or this sledgehammer, pun intended. Yeah, God damn, this could be Triple H's boy, baby. Look at him; he is fuck Braun Strowman. 
not Braun Strowman, Braun Breaker. Like, no, nah, he's better than Braun Breaker. <laughs> yeah, he's better Braun than Braun. Isn't going anywhere. This dude's better than Braun Breaker. He is athletic as fuck. He's beautiful. He's got the body of a god. This dude is so talented. Six foot well, lateral jump. God damn, go put him yeah. with Paul Heyman. All right, you want to put someone with Paul Ooh. fucking Heyman? Go put him with Paul Heyman. This guy go squash Cody. This guy is a super star in AEW right now. I don't know what the fuck to do with him. I don't know. At this point, I don't know. He should have already been on this next level. I said like three months ago, you're going to have to turn him heel again in order to build him back up organically with the crowd because they lost it. Maybe that's what they do again. Maybe they turn him heel. Maybe Max beats him, right? And they go one and one. And then maybe he gets Max again down the road. But none of that makes sense, dude. You got Wardlow. You got Swerve. You got Adam Cole. You got all these guys, you know, viable world champions. Wardlow, just go to WWE. Please just just cross. And you know, I don't feel that way about many. Wardlow, Keith Lee, please just cross. Please just go. Please. Please just Well, go. yeah, Keith Lee could go back. He should go back and be with his fucking wife. Be with Mia Yim. She's still there. She, didn't, she wasn't released. I mean, shit, why not? They're not using him. I mean, fuck, Keith Lee, you're the. I'm glad you got rid of the wizard shit. Thank God, because I fucking I hated the fucking wizard shit. Fuck. But man, look, I, I agree. I mean, Warlord to WWE will make sense. That'll be Papa H's baby Batista right there. Oh, okay, let me help. How Dave Batista was, he can help build this man to be that Batista. I feel they could do. They could do that. I feel they could really push him to that level. I, I and the guy has the in ring abilities that he's proven. The I feel that. What will help him will develop his his promos, his charisma. They'll help him build that up. I don't see nobody really helping this man do that here in AEW. I have it. Uh, the one thing that I'm I'm afraid of, but I'm a, I hate. Uh, I hope I'm not right because the uh, director didn't mention Miro. Can this be CJ Perry's next manager? Can she manage fucking Wardlow? That is I don't need that. I because they're obviously not putting her with Miro. There's some weird thing going on with that. Which I don't, I don't fucking get why. Like I don't get it either. This is a story I don't understand. This Miro was praising them. Oh yeah, but, but, but my God, yeah, yeah, sorry God, that's the, like, the God he's talking about. And okay, so you're gonna tell me they're not gonna put them together. So unless she's gonna put them through hell, all right, you don't want to obey me, then I'm gonna, you know, bring my army to you. The first, the, the first person will be what Wardlow. Could, it, could that be the case? Because she managed Ooh. Wardlow. Mm. That's the question. I mean, what are you guys thoughts? CJ Perry, Warlow, could that work? Uh, maybe, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I have no idea. I, I I don't know what she's gonna bring to the table that we need. No offense, like as far as like same old, same old. You know, doing the Miss Hancock, Stacy Cooper gimmick is kind of getting old. This. Mm, I actually, when I was talking about Wardlow and talking about him going to WWE, one of the things that was also floating back here was the idea of putting him with CJ Perry. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you got Miro, you got Wardlow. Who's who's taking the loss? Neither one of them wins in this feud. Right. And Wallace, I've wanted Miro and Wardlow for the longest time. Both when Miro had the TNT title and was dominant. Both when Wardlow had it and was not dominant. I wanted that to be the TNT championship feud. At this point in their careers, what, what, who could take the loss? If Miro loses to Wardlow, does that help Miro? Like, and Miro has done nothing since being back, really. He has done jack fucking shit of significance since being back. I don't know, man. I just, 
I thought, you know what sucks? It sucks to say that I just don't know. Sure, that would be the heel turn that we need Warlow to have. So, yeah. yes, I'm with it. But is Miro really the best face at the end of the day? Like, That's shouldn't true. these roles just be reversed? Shouldn't heel Miro with CJ Perry be cheating to beat Wardlow? And that's the feud? Like, isn't that where we should be here? Uh, yeah, I like that. That's very true. I I agree. I totally agree with that, TK, for sure. Oh, man. We'll see what Wardlow did to Wardlow. Man, <laughs> uh, we'll see. Because I, 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 I have no idea. We'll see. Unless they put him with the Don Callis family, have him and Power Hobbs get along and be like a tag team division, like the Gates of Agony, how they fucking do a Ring of Honor. They got Norton and Ice Train. Oh, Fire and Ice. Ice. Yes. Scott Norton and fucking Ice Train. Oh, oh, oh my God. God. But these guys are beefier and way better wrestlers. Oh, yes. Way better wrestlers. Way better. No disrespect to Scott Norton. <laughs> I trained that. <laughs> oh man, speaking of that, <laughs> what a match we had over here. Jay White and Adam Hangman Page. We haven't seen this shit. I haven't seen this in New Japan, to be honest. It's been a long time that these two guys haven't fought one on one. And I'm noticing something different of Hangman if you guys haven't. Like, if you guys notice that more of the, the, his in rings, there's now more high flying as of late from Hangman's side. Like, he's kind of calmed down on, you know, the heavy hitting. He's more like, okay, you're doing high-five moves. We're seeing the old-school Ring of Honor, Anna Hangman Page, in a way. I I mean, I enjoyed the match, of course. You know, not not try to interfere in this one. And, of course, in the, we saw the outcome of it. We saw Jay, Jay White winning, of course. We'll get into the aftermath, but I want to talk about this match, though. But I really enjoyed it. It was good to see Jay White. Oh, I'm so happy. Thank you. Thank you. You're, I've been, I saw this man. Three different times already in New Japan here in LA. I'm so happy to see Jay White. Now he's at the fucking main event level. I can't wait to full gear. I just can't wait. And I'm I'm glad he's getting the push where he finally deserves. I'm just happy. I'm just fucking happy. I'm a fan of Jay White. I'm a big fan of Jay White. But this match was great. I fucking enjoyed it. I fucking loved it. Director, tell me you didn't like this match. Tell me that you've Tell you I didn't like it. Of course I liked it. Um, it's, the right move. it's a weird move. Again, it's not a weird move. It's like just a swerve losing after beating Paige and then Paige losing after losing the swerve and then losing the Jay. So it really does drop Paige down a little bit, but it still kind of keeps him like mid-level in whatever faction that he's sort of in. The elite are kind of like they're there, but they're not there right now versus the gun club or the golden guns or whatever the fuck they're called now, which um, I'm digging. Um yeah, I mean, it's just it's a storyline to move towards, again, Jay White, Adam Cole, the devil, and uh, this main event that we're going to get maybe at full gear, Jay White and MJF, or some weird four-on-four Survivor Series type match between I don't know how many factions there are right now in this fucking picture. All so, elite factions. Yeah, all elite factions. It's it's going somewhere, but I don't know when this Jay White-MJF one-on-one match is. Is it supposed to be full gear? Yeah, full yeah. year. Main event. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's their cool. background on their Twitter. They are excited for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm stoked. And then that has to be – they have to – again, they have to wash away all the bullshit that's surrounding this match. And by bullshit, I mean, like, just too many key players to keep track of. Yeah, definitely. But that's it. Yeah, I mean, good enough match for sure. Um, any other Dynamite, this could have been a main event, but uh, it was not. So, yeah, I'm, I have no complaints. Okay. The banger. Take it away, my brother. Oh, except for the anti-Semitism at the, <laughs> at the end of the, the end of the match, you know that was definitely not well timed. 
considering you know the, the world truck climate right now so yeah mm. good luck Mm, yeah. mm, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that even got TMZ news. So, yeah. They oh, did it really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Especially because Harvey Levin is of himself of that faith. So, yeah. yeah. TMZ even picked that up and they said, is this really good timing for this? And I was like, wow. Yeah, I mean, and it, it's one of those things where, like, they definitely brought up, I don't know what TMZ talked about, but a lot of reports are, well, if MJF approved it, then what can you say? And then Max went on Twitter and just, like, went, Pro with the story, so I mean, so he was so. like, "This is my choice. This is yes, okay. yeah." He was at, all at the end of the day. I mean, like, while like, while supporting though, while saying he's doing X, Y, and Z for the community on top of it. So like, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So like, it's one of those things where like he can speak for himself, but the community can still be upset at his decision to speak for them. It's not my place. I'm just a dude who has no faith, so I'm not gonna have an opinion about it. But I, you know, people can have theirs. Yeah, of course, of course. That aside, the um, the match itself was a banger. I yeah, enjoyed it. Jay, oh, Jay, yeah. Jay White remains undefeated against Hangman, so we're obviously going to tell that story down the road where Hangman will get the win over Jay White, which probably will be a big win in some capacity. That'll be like, his Tommy Dreamer even moment, right? Like maybe like twenty twenty five full gear Hangman beats yeah, right. Jay White for the world title or something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that down the road, but it'll matter when he does it. Hangman's just kind of floating in the middle right now, as we know, which is okay because when you got guys like him and the Bucks, they can just float in the middle. The important person right now on the screen is Jay fucking White and yeah. everything with the Bang Bang Gang that they're doing. And my God, is the Bang Bang Gang <laughs> killing it? And oh then, yeah, they are. You know the match was good, but the aftermath with MJF and him still holding the belt and saying "Bitch, come get it for me." I just want I want them to tell the story more of how he got jumped. I want them to make us not forget about the fact that he got jumped two weeks ago. Because that's the story of, for wrestling fans, is who was under those masks. That's what we want to know. So I don't want them to lose sight of the fact that Jay White randomly got jumped. I love Jay White KPG. I do, but he's not beating MJF. No, he's not beating MJF. One person beating MJF for that belt. And that's Adam Cole, baby. Yes, um, right. and he will be the one under the mask. But that's why I'm saying they need to not lose sight of the fact of the people under the mask and keep telling that story weekly. But this match was fun. The aftermath, you know, minus the roller quarters thing and this, you know, what's going on right now. Everything else of it was very good. MJF is great on the stick. The guns are fucking fantastic and everything they do. And I love some rock hard. But yes, rock I, hard. I, I, can't, I can't get on that board. But that's yeah. I just <laughs> I think that's the point. I think that's the point. I just hate that 1989 character. Yeah, I love it. So I don't know even who it reminds fucking me. Fucking nuts, dude. It's just no, crazy. I know. It's just, I'm just over the scream yelling coke out fuel. He's Brian Pillman. <laughs> but he's Brian, I love it because I love Brian, Brian Pillman. Pillman. No, God rest his coke out soul. But yeah. I still have an uh, unopened Brian Pillman wrestling figure on my fucking. Uh, keep it that way, Alexis right King. On the. Yeah, like him either, I guess. <laughs> I, 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 have, I, have opinion. I don't. I don't do day one opinions like that. So. <laughs> I like oh. Lexus. I'm all for Lexus King BT Dubs. Let him build himself up. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what. That's what be. I, I'm. I'm excited for this. I hope it, it's going to be a. This I think Jay White will put over uh, MJF. Very, very well, full gear. He and MJF needs his run, and we're. I'm excited for this run, man. I'm. Su- I'm just happy 
the story where they're going with it. I'm with you too, Tim. That yeah, they need to continue it along all the way to Adam Cole. Well, maybe it could be at what Revolution next year. One, maybe so. We don't know. It could be. It could be in that direction. Or what is what is AEW's December's pay per view? What is that normally? We don't know yet. We don't it's know, a, huh? They got yeah. the ROH one, so maybe they just stick with that, and that's going to be in the Hammerstein Ballroom, eighteen hundred oh, people. That's right. Final battle. Yeah. Final battle. Final battle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So maybe they don't do December. Uh, maybe they do a January and then do Revolution in February, right? March. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, February. Yeah, Fish. February, March. Yeah. yeah. Probably Revolution. Yeah. I They're going to be running twelve pay per views a year soon. They have to now. Yeah, with the, that fucking Wonder Brothers put the four ROH and two New Japan and six AEW. Just be ready. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Be ready for this though, because I know. <laughs> I, I know. I I want to digress about it too. Yes. Oh, I. Uh okay. I digress about it. The Tim King show this past Wednesday, and I'm gonna digress of the year more again because it's it's fucking got me upset that she lost the fucking belt. She had one title defense, and this is the second one right here, and she lost the belt. I want to know why Tony Khan decided whose fucking decision was this? Why it it you blew the story between her and Tony Storm? Because I think Tony Storm was the one who needed to win this belt away from Soraya. Now that we see Tony Storm going into that Marilyn Monroe character, which she's doing great because people are loving it, by the way. And I'm seeing that. And even her interfering in this matchup and then everything else. I mean, the match was solid. I was scared for Soraya when she took that German suplex on the, in, the, in the side of the ring. Oh, yeah. That, 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 was, that was scary. That was, yeah. But I replayed it. I noticed it that, you know, Sheeta took most of the bump. Not maybe Soraya, so I did notice that I went back and watched the replay that you could tell. So she kind of protected her. That was good. But other than that, I, I was just fucking shocked. What? Like, I'm not hating on Sheeta fans. I said it on Tim Chimcho on Wednesday. I'm not hating her. It's just that this is not the – I. why would you give her the belt again the third time? She, You're going to make her bounce it off again, and then we're going to see a promo. But then, yeah, yeah, the one. And then that's it. I guess a fucking promo. Like, well, you've been a belt. I, I don't know. I, I I question this. Why did this happen? Why did this this need not to be? We wanted. I wanted Saray to have the great run that she deserves after coming back from the injury that she was good retired because of. I don't get the story. Now where the fuck the story is going? Now that's where I'm fucking digressing. Where the fuck did the story go? That's I don't get it. I mean, oh man, ah. Uh, Tim, fucking tell people, bro. I, you're with me on this one. I know you come, Poppy, come on. Tell me. Tell them. Tell them. Poppy, I don't get it, man. Listen, I'm, I did mark out when Sheeta won. I jumped up and down a little bit because I love Sheeta. And yes, holy fucking Sheeta. I love <laughs> Sheeta. All right. I yeah. love Sheeta. What's going on, Mr. Temple? But Lennox. Lennox. What's going on, Lennox? Ah, yes. Like, I love Sheeta, right? I love Sheeta to death. And when Sheeta upset, uh, I think it was Tony Storm, I, like, marked out, like, crazy even more. Mm-hmm. I I figured she would lose the belt to Soraya, and we didn't want to go Tony to Soraya in the UK because that just didn't make sense. So we go, you know, Tony to Sheeta. Sheeta gets her moment in front of fans. When she was champion, it was during COVID. She didn't get the moments in front of fans. She gets to win the belt in front of fans from Tony. People rejoice. People go crazy. We go to the UK. Soraya was on the shelf for five years. Her family's in the crowd. Her family comes in the ring when she wins the belt. Big, big, big moments. I didn't think Soraya's run was going to be very long. However, 
the story they are telling, and I'm not going to beat the dead horse that you just told, Poppy. The story mm-hmm. that they're telling is Soraya and Tony Storm. So I am very, very confused why the belt went from Soraya to Sheeta. Sheeta's story involves Britt Baker. Her and Britt been going back and forth. She didn't trust Britt in this OGs versus Outcast story. So the only thing that I can see now is Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, comes back and takes her belt. And then Jamie comes back from injury. And Jamie eventually takes it from Britt. And we get the Jamie Britt feud over the belts. Because none of this makes sense to me. Soraya, Tony, Tony should have been the first three-time champion. Love Sheeta. But everything Tony's doing right now. Tony's never even had it once. Tony's never had it once. Fuck that interim bullshit. All right. <laughs> right. Her interim, her interim reign was like the second best reign period. Um, but I know what you're saying, Chris. I get it. She's only been a one-time champion. I I, I agree. That's I know. I know. I'm done. You know what? I want to hear from you, Chris. I want to hear from you. I'm I, I don't know. Bruce. 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 <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know what the plan is. What? Why Soraya shouldn't have? She should have had a very long-term title reign. She should have had. She should have been the fucking Orange Cassidy of that belt. So yeah, if anyone deserves to be three times, it's definitely Sheeta. But if anyone deserves to be long time, it's definitely Soraya. So I'm at a loss. I have this whole injury wait for people to transitional this title back and forth. Yeah, just don't do that. It's hard to keep track of. Yes, I know. talking about Nick Aldis, right? Yeah, I think it's talking yeah. about Nick Aldis. You talk about Nick, Nick Aldis, Bruce, because I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he didn't get a reaction where. Yeah, 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 yeah. Figure, brother. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's pretty much it. I'm just, you know, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you said, I, you said t- tell me you weren't pissed when you saw it. I, I'm pretty sure I you wasn't, I wasn't like, like pissed because of who did the winning. Like, I'm glad it wasn't like Ruby Soho or some bullshit. Uh, okay. <clears throat> like, if anyone's gonna keep me not pissed, it's Sheeta. But like, again, it's fair. Soraya should have had that belt till like her contract was up. Jesus. I, I I guess I've been probably, but I do I do like this point about Britt Baker. Why not? That, that's one thing. I mean, women. How long has it been? She hasn't got a title shot since the last long time. Long time. Long well, she time, was right? in like a fatal four way, but you know she no, just contenders matches. It's been a minute. She said specifically, "I don't want to be involved in the title." But you, listen, when you're the number one woman in the company, which she is, let's be honest, she is. Mm-hmm. You need to be involved with the title picture every eighteen months ish. Okay. Maybe this is the time. You give her the belt from Sheeta, turn Britt heel again. Who is perfect to come take the belt from her? Fucking yeah. strut. Doesn't need to be that complicated. Jamie, right? Doesn't need to be that complicated though. If they're just making it too complicated. Well, that's because he's a fan and not a writer. I know. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's just they play into this like injury switch heel flip shit too much with this with this belt. They fucking. They, they, they really didn't even tell. And you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, they didn't even tell the story of she, of Soraya choosing Tony over Sheeta when this whole thing started going into this match, which was like the whole basis of the OGs versus Outcast story. And that kind of bothers me. Thanks, Chris. I'm glad that you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't. They just Soraya has the belt, and Sheeta she sort of picked her side, kind of with the candlestick, and then. She won the belt, and then she lost it like a day later, and then she won it back a week later. It's like, all right. It, it kind of devalues Sheeta in a sense. Like if putting a belt on someone makes you less of a champion, then they're doing that with Sheeta right now. Dom, don't challenge me. What, what, what does he say? 
Y'all don't say Bruce. Don't, don't, I don't want to yell. I got kids sleeping. Hey. No chance. Do you want me to? I can, I can bring it we, from. We know what we'll do it. We'll do it next Friday when, when they on top rope. That's for sure. We'll do that. Wow, wow. You <laughs> know how loud I can get down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, all I know is that they, they, they need to figure this out uh, just with, with that title. And I hope Soraya gets it back because uh, she needs to have that back. I, 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 it just sucks that she doesn't have it, man. So that's where I'm at right now with, with this. So it just, I don't know where they're going with this. If Tony, okay, unless they do this, they give it to Tony Storm. Tony Storm beats, beats Sheeta, and then Storm is a champ. She's defensive against Soraya, and Soraya wins it at full gear. Maybe that could happen. I think they could head to that direction. I think so. I mean, but we're going to have to wait. We got to remember full gear is only four weeks away. But so maybe maybe we go triple threat at full gear. Soraya, Sheeta, Storm. Maybe that. Or maybe we'll see the return of Thunder Rosa now that she's cleared. Because now she's cleared. Mm -hmm. So she can't get involved in this mix too. And I, but I think it's too soon for her. I think she's, she's to start off low again and to get herself built up. If anything, you know, Thunder, Thunder Rosa should be in Ring of Honor helping Athena build in that faction. I think Poppy's Thunder Rosa is going to be the one to take the title off of Statlander. She's behind Mercedes. Oh, Mar- right. She's behind Mercedes Martinez and Diamante, and who's also battling with Athena. So I like that call. But I think Thunder Rosa is with uh, Diamante and Mercedes. That's what I think. Mm, like I like that. She comes oh, yeah, back that's, that's oh, and she yeah. takes the belt off of Stat. And she's a that. TBS champion on Collision. That's what I think. I love that. Hell yeah. Shit, oh, yes. Speaking of good shit, I know people are bitching about this, but why? This man, okay. this man was just—he did great. I loved it. I really, I feel that he did great. He was just getting testing the waters, getting used to the in the ring of AEW, and also with a new talent that he never worked for before. So hey, there you go. Him and Luchasaurus wasn't bad of a matchup. I enjoyed it. Great main event. I know we got the interference of Christian. Christian's sitting over there by the, the stage. He was watching the match, and then he tried to hit it. Adam Copeland. I got to stop saying Edge because he's no longer Edge. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop saying that shit. And it just like, and then of course, Edge, Edge, Edge stop, I've been stop, I've been, he's not, he's five seconds ago. Oh my God, I know. I just, you know what? I need to play this so it could be in my fucking head. I need to play this. Oh, I to discuss here today. Adam! And I. I gotta be that bad. I gotta have that in my head, like fucking Roderick Strong has Adam all over his fucking Adam, Adam. But this match was, I enjoyed it. Uh, then of course we saw the aftermath. Of course the beatdown, everybody coming out. It was someone, on, someone on social media posted. I, I'm not sure. I forgot who did, or someone made a comment too that it kind of reminded like WCW, like uh, the Nitro, the way how it ended, everybody brawling. Uh, but it was a good. It was good main event. Good for Edge. Got to t- you know taste now the flavor of AEW how they work things. I we're gonna see more. Calm down, people. It's not like oh you're not gonna see the WWE of Adam Copeland what he's done what he did you know in WWE. Give it time. Give it some time. But I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed this and and <laughs> someone else on, on, on social media posted the picture with a, a Brian you know Dyson holding Christian in the bell box. 
and then you in an edge behind the scene repeating the same thing as mania when he had roman and an edge was right there looking at two they were like i'm pretty sure like adam cope was like stop being in my business damn it <laughs> it could be that <laughs> right yeah. but i uh i enjoyed it it was a great dynamite i mean with especially you know with this matchup director Regis, you give it give us your thoughts about edge uh debut in AEW and What's this, what's gonna happen with the story? What do you what do you feel? What's gonna happen? I mean, the match is good. They put him up against someone who's you know imposing and not too fast. So Edge was able to work his equally imposing but not too fast style. Uh, I, I I don't know what the timing was. If you were to watch AEW and NXT at the exact same time, I would like to think that Lucha hit that tombstone right when Undertaker hit the choke slam. That would have been really funny. I think that was a little nod. That was a little Easter egg. That was not a coincidence because I don't think Lucha's ever done a tombstone. I don't know. If he has, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. I he does a spinning one. He like, did he do a spinning one or no? That's incredible. He does. That's incredible. I've oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, you're right. He does okay. do a spinning one. Yeah. Cool. Um, Still, that was still not a coincidence in my opinion. Uh, the story is sort of, now we have like Blackpool is Helping Edge versus the I don't know what Christian Cage's team is called, so that's that. So now we're gonna get Christian Cage versus Brian Danielson in the TNT title picture. Is that the thing that's happening? I, that's I guess today happening today and collision today. Okay, cool. So I mean, that's gonna go to a DQ because they're definitely not gonna have Danielson lose and not gonna have the title lose. So okay. yeah, that's a thing that's gonna happen. Uh, yeah, this is fine. You're putting Edge in, or you know, Edgeland in the. You're putting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Edgeland. Edgeland is a good Edgeland? one. Put, uh, Sexton Hardcastle in the right move. You know, <laughs> he's got an equal amount of vets that he's worked with before. Actually, I don't think he's actually ever worked with David Branson. I think that he was on his way out. While I, oh. I don't know. Have they ever worked directly together? Yeah, you'll, well, hear, you'll, 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 hear that, you'll hear that from me in a, in a moment. You'll hear yeah, that. Edge and Moxley, I don't think ever have. I think those were literally. No, they never have. Nope, never. Yeah, this is this is a good pattern of uh, familiar talents uh, that he's worked with or knows personally versus with up, you know, the up and comers. So yeah, this is the right spot for for Edgeland. Let's um, see where it goes. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll have to wait to see how where it goes and how it goes. So the banger, Poppy, take it away, brother. I've made two teases tonight that I was going to wait till the main event to talk about what I want to talk about. Now I'm waiting. Here's the main event. All right. So we got Edgeland versus Luchasaurus. All right. <laughs> and great match. Luchasaurus vastly underrated. Luchasaurus since day one in AEW. Great, great talent. Love everything he's doing with Christian right now. Christian's on top of the world. Here's the thing. The match was fine. It was good. Good match. Whatever. Um, I just put Luchasaurus over like crazy. Luchasaurus got 80, 90% of the offense in throughout the match. Edge gets the win. Duh. Aftermath, we get the BCC involved. We get Edges there. We get Christian and Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne. Like, Chris, I don't know what the fuck we call it. We call it Christian's crew. I don't fucking know. <laughs> we, then we get fucking the elites out there. Not just the elite, just just, just Hangman. Then we get the Mogul Embassy out there. Like, in no order. Obviously, all these people are out there, but in no order. Here's what's happening, all right? Chris had just asked, has, has, has Edgeland... And Brian Danielson ever crossed paths? Yes. Yes, they have. Brian actually cock-blocked the fuck out of Edge. And I mean, he cock-blocked the fuck out of Edge. Edge won the Royal Rumble. Edge was supposed to get a one-on-one match with Roman Reigns. Who was in that match? 
Brian got involved in that match. It was a triple threat match. It was Brian Brian's last PLE match in WWE. It was Edge versus Brian versus Roman. Roman stacked Edge on Brian and pinned them both. Jesus Christ. Mm. All, gone, all right. But Edge has this personal beef in his head. This thing, JD said it best. Russell Brad Podcast, check her out. She is the best. She said, there's no way in fuck you bring Edge in, Edgeland in, to make him a heel right away. You have to let the fans cheer him because they're going to cheer him. Awesome. This is the way you bring him in to let, him, let the fans cheer him. Three months from now, heel, turn, Christian, Edge, Jack Perry, Luchasaurus, BCC. John Moxley will get that international title back. Jack Perry has never won a single title in AEW. That TW fake title bullshit is not a real title, okay? <laughs> Jack Perry will win the, his first singles title in AEW, beating John Moxley with the help of Christian, becoming the international champion. Christian, Edge, Luchasaurus, Jack Perry, the TNT titles involved, the international titles involved against the BCC, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Claudio, Yuta, and Edge will absolutely bring up the fact, you think I forgot who the fuck you are? Fuck off. And that's how Edge turns heel. And then we get Edge and Christian versus FTR, Edge and Christian versus the Hardys, Edge and Christian versus the Young Bucks. Let's fucking go. Oh, yes. I love that. I love that. Oh, my goodness. I love that. Oh, my God. This is that's good shit. Good shit. I know this is off topic, but we, we forgot to talk about it, which I forgot. I, I'll create. Well, actually, well, we'll just talk about it. I have a subject for this matchup, but one thing we forgot about the, you know, the promos. Of course, we saw the Adam with the, with the, uh, with Roger Strong. We saw that. But the one thing I, I'm noticing is the acclaim and MJF. What the fuck is going on there? Like, what the fuck is going on there? Like, right? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm not paying attention to those tweets that, that I don't know. And isn't. Oh, and- look. Yeah, like, yeah, listen. Scissor me, daddy. Scissor me. Scissor me, director. Scissor me. Come on. Oh, put him up. I know. What's up with that going down? That that's where I'm curious to know of you guys. Like, do we see uh maybe maybe a week before full gear? Could we see maybe them like a, a eight uh eight man matchup, tag match for you got the claim and MGF versus uh Bullet Club, which will be what Jay White, you know, Juice Robinson and the guns. Could we see that happening maybe before? Maybe and maybe we'll see the trios built on the line, maybe mm-hmm. full gear heading the acclaim and the bullet. I mean, Tim, what do you think about that? What are your thoughts? Oh, dude, yes. Yeah, we know Max and Max are really good for, like uh, Dango said in the chat, Max and Max are best friends in real life. Um, They're just having fun right now. And that is where they kind of did a segment two weeks ago where the acclaim came across MJF. And, you know, there's that little thing. This week, Bullet Club said, you have no fucking friends. Are you kidding me? Acclaim comes up. Just Max says, we'll be your partners. Billy and, Billy and Anthony look at him like, are you stupid? We don't want a team with him. And Max goes to Anthony, which is the best part of it. He goes, he's just playing hard to get, which I love. <laughs> yes. you, know, you know, you know. So, like, that was super cool to me. Um, Poppy, I don't know if I remember saying this on Wednesday, but I'll say it again. It'll be the acclaimed and daddy ass 
against Juicy Boy and the Guns. Yeah. Daddy is going to turn on the Acclaimed. Yeah, you, 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 Again? Right. Yep. Daddy's turning on the Acclaimed, and Daddy's going to join Gold, and he's going to help his boys win Trio's Gold. That's what I think is going to end up happening. And the Acclaimed then goes back to the tag division. Maybe they'll wrestle Legend Christian, but, you know. Yeah, I mean that's good. Yeah, I, yeah, you, I remember you did say that on the Timothy show. You did say that he might turn heel on this one. Maybe he could do it on full gear, then have them win the trios belt. Then yeah, he would be with the Bullet Club. So he'll be like their fucking Gato, like Gato is like what? Yes. Is, what he, oh Wouldn't God. he look perfect in one yeah. of those like shirts that just go like here and here and gold, swolled out, helping him cheat to win, sucking it all over the place? I mean, he'd be perfect, dude. Perfect. Oh, fuck yeah. It would be perfect. Oh, man. Definitely. Definitely. All right. All right. Let's get into the, the last topic of the night here. Preview of Collision. I got to go. I appreciate you guys. Uh, I will see you next time we do this, whenever that is. You guys have fun. I will see you soon. Later. You're the best, Chris. Have a great night, bro. Cool. It was Peace. nice seeing you, man. Ah, all right. So he had to leave. Damn you. Why you got to do this when I'm doing this? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could have mentioned it on the chat, damn it, but uh it's fine. All right, well, I'll I'll do the layout while we're talking about it. Yes, collision, man. Collision, yes. puppy. What do we got for collision today? The main minute, the main event, of course. We got Christian Cage defending the TNT mm-hmm. championship versus Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson. But we, we got a lot of action in, of course, as we got Samoa Joe versus Willie Mack. For mm-hmm. the, R- the RH TV, t- oh, that's meaty men fighting each other. Oh, oh my god, and what's have uh, TBS championship Chris Steinler versus Sky Blue, Commander versus Brian Cage, and we'll hear from the new AEW tag team champions Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Okay, please get rid of Big Bill, call him Morrissey, man. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just fucking tired of that. Shit. Oh man, probably break it down. What are your thoughts, and are you excited for this? Events happening today. It is happening what early too, right? So it's seven o'clock. What Eastern, six o'clock Central. You know what? The Why? fact is that I don't know, and that means AEW has done a shitty job. Yeah, hell yeah, Lennox. Yes, but the fact is that AEW now is doing what they're doing with Collision, what they did with Rampage. There was when Collision was made, there was nothing in sight about that, and I'm not in the, in the know. I'm not in the fucking room where they're making the decisions, but they're moving Collision all over the place now. I didn't know last week they were on an hour early. I think Collision's on at the normal time. Little do I know FTR has already lost the tag belts. What? What do you mean FTR has already lost the tag belts? Like, and I don't want, I don't watch Rampage. So maybe they say it on Rampage, but I don't, I don't recall them saying this shit on Dynamite. Um, And God, I hate to be that guy. Nah, Collision has lost all its luster the past twelve weeks. When I went uh, to the original, yeah. when I went to the original Collision, and you know, fuck it, I'll say it. When CM Punk came out, right, and FTR is involved, and the Bullet Club Gold's involved, and Miro's there, Scorpio Sky gets a promo on the fucking screen. Uh, Wardlow's there. We get a TNT title change. Like that show was fun. Sky Blue was there. We had a tag match. This I this is rampage. Like this match is cool. They could have done this on dynamite though. Like they need to figure collision out quickly. They are not selling tickets for collision. 
They are fucking. I don't mean to like bring it off the topic of will I enjoy the no, show. Go for it. Go for it. Go sure. For it. Will I enjoy the show tonight? Yes, I'm sure I will. I enjoy most of almost everything AEW puts on. I do enjoy it. But as far as like a overall perspective of it, you can't be trying to sell 6,000 ticket arenas when 70% of the arenas aren't being sold. Yo, ROH final battle in front of 1,800. I love it. They need to figure out a way to get collision in front of like. 2,000 to 2,400 people. Like the days of collision going to the United Center. <laughs> <laughs> collision went to the United Center and sold out. That'll never happen again. That, You're right. That'll never. You will never. Collision will never sell 10,000 tickets again. They need to figure collision out as a true B show now. Brian Danielson. I love Brian Danielson. You love Brian Danielson. Brian I Danielson's do. great. At the end of the day, Brian Danielson's not selling you tickets. Edge. Seltzer said it best. Fuck Seltzer. <laughs> Even Dave fucking Meltzer said. Adam Copeland, Edgeland, Edge, isn't <laughs> Phil Brooks. All right? He just doesn't move the needle the way Phil does. This shit more and more is looking like TNA, which was a great product, but they need to figure out a way to go back to WCW. Be WCW again. Don't be TNA. If you're going to be TNA, you're going to fail. Be WCW. This show tonight's average, bro. It, I'm I'm going to go figure, probably watch college football. Yeah. Like, this show I, tonight. Uh, does, I, I want to watch the main event. Uh-huh. I want to see this. What actually does intrigue me is the sky blue heel turn. <laughs> um, That's been fun. So the sky blue heel turn and the willow heel turn has been kind of cool. But they haven't really, like, embraced that. Where has the house been? Um, and then the other turn that was going on was, uh, oh, shit. I forgot where my head was at. But the sky blue thing um, is in, oh, the Santana and Ortiz feud. Oh, that's right. Yes. Hiding, not a turn, but they're hiding that shit on Rampage. Yeah. Like, I just watched a two-and-a-half-minute video of these bro- these dudes just going at each other. Why couldn't you put that on collision? Like, wouldn't that have been a far more interesting thing? Like Santana and Ortiz building yes. this feud up instead of hiding it on Rampage. That's what I'm wondering know, too. Because I'm wondering, I'm wondering if they're building it what to happen to Full Gear or as for the Ring of Honor. I don't know. That's where I'm with you too on that. Stop fucking hiding that shit and put it really on fucking Dynamite Collision. I mean, okay. Well, book them separately, like one on Dynamite, one on Collision, or you know what wrestling in singles matches hyping up one watching each other across from the ring like okay i'm watching your matches we're watching the screen but spread hard looking at the screen shit like that you know just fucking watch it yes and then build the feud up between each other so we can finally get hyped up to see these guys one-on-one on full gear maybe you know why the fuck not i see See, this is Tony Khan. You should hire us, man. You gotta hire. You gotta hire the banger right here who can write you a fucking story. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Right. Because we need that story there. That it makes fucking sense. Yes, that's why I love you. I love you for that. I think. Oh, yeah. I don't mean to sit here and ragtag on this show because, and I don't want people to think it's because CM Punk's not there because they could do it without CM Punk. The problem oh, yeah. is, it's just not interesting shit. Like the whole show is interesting. Like. Brian Cage and Commander, that's Rampage. Samoan Joe and Willie Mack, that's ROH. Big Bill and, and uh, Ricky Starks, why are they the tag champs? That makes no sense. I have no idea. Statlander and Sky Blue, cool. I'm with that. That's fun. And Brian and Christian's fun. But 
this this is a far cry from the first collision. Where is Miro? Like, wh- where it, where's Andrade? Where's the House of Black? What is this show? What is this? God, I, I don't mean to sound so negative. But what is this, dude? Yes. <laughs> it's a collision. What a downfall. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could say, yeah, we have to say it is the truth. It, it is the truth. As much as we hate to say it, but it is the truth. You're Yo, these right. fucking pieces of shit ran a victory lap in the ring in Chicago the night that fucking Punk was fired, the Young Bucks. Where are they? Where's Hangman? Where's Kenny Omega? Where's Chris Jericho? Where's Where are they trying to – where are they? You want to fill gone? Where's FTR? Where? Scorpio Sky. Ethan Page. Where are they? Even what KGB is right this? There. What I is know. this show? I, yeah. I love, love Willie Mack. Samoa Joe and Willie Mack. Get the fuck out of here. Go to ROH. Brian Cage and Coleman there. Go to Dynamite. Or go to Rampage. Yeah. Get, stop it. Just come yes. on, man. Yes. You don't, it's a, it's joke. a joke. You don't want us, you don't want us to be joke. this way, man. Huh? This is whack. I can't get jiggy with this shit. <laughs> Yo, Poppy, this shit's going to be at like 250,000 views at some point. I swear to God. Just watch, dude. And I was in the fucking irregularity that I was arguing that they'll consistently say it's six or seven. But, of course, that was with Phil. Yes. Yes. And bring Willow there, too. Sky, Julia, and Willow. Yes. Have their own fucking female version of it. Why the hell not? And then yes. create a, a women's trio champion. Why the hell not? Because now that you have, this is where another digression. I fucking build now that you lost your top star. And I hate to say that, but it is the truth. You know what? I don't hate to say that. It's the truth. That's why Jay Cargill left because he, she knew that there was no, what's going to be next for her? Nothing. You were not going to give her the fucking, give her a shot at the women's championship, which she should have had been. Does that would have been interesting to see? For her to actually win that belt, stay undefeated, have two belts, and that would have built up the character and build up more of the intention. Like, just put asses on seats because that would have been, oh, my God, hell yeah. We want to see someone to be thrown, Jade Cargill. And that could have been perfect to do with Jade Cargill, mm-hmm. have her undefeated, having both belts, the TBS and the Women's Championship. She, oh, they could have done so much shit with it. There's so much, so much. Or even just drop the TBS because she won the world title. Yes, KPG. Spit it. Yes. Like, what? That's Dude, I watched that promo today, and I was like, I want to watch Rampage, and I was like, why isn't this on TV? What the (laughs) fuck? Real TV. Like, damn, dude. They got those boys. When at each other, dude, Santana thinking Ortiz is complacent, Ortiz thinking Santana's a fucking narcissist. I'm like, yes, yes, let's go. <laughs> I love it, man. Oh, man. this is going to be fantastic here. I, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm going to tune in the main event too, brother. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna gonna to watch the main event. Main event. I I get, I get why they, you know, FTR, I guess it's a work. I, like, I thought it was because, uh, you know, I think uh, Cruiser Cash or Wheeler. So one of them got hurt that are legitimately hurt, but I guess it's not. I guess it's a, a work, but I don't get it. Why would you dethrone them? And then is this a buildup for what the Bucks? Because remember, Bucks has a title shot, unless they're going to make this a triple threat a match at fucking full gear, have Ricky Starks and Big Bill versus FTR versus the Young Bucks, a triple threat for those tag team titles. So unless they're heading that direction, this is where I don't know where the fuck they're going with. This is where I'm lost on that. 
that I am lost. I don't I have no idea what to do after that. So I, yeah. it's fucking crazy. I was thinking like maybe the Bucks beat Big Bill and Ricky, but that's dude, what I was thinking too. If the Bucks hold the tag and ROH, ROH needs to go. No, I'm. I'll stop. Well, it's time for another day. That's like a twenty minute conversation. Yeah, I'll just. Uh, those oh belts, God. they need to merge. AEW belts and ROH need to merge together. ASAP. That just yeah, might as well. You're not doing way nothing. too many belts. Yeah, or or just let it stay there. Have the title just to stay there at Ring of Honor, or just That's use like Collision. Just how you're using Collision, right? That's fine, but don't have that piece only just for the TBS and for the Ring of Honor belts. That's fine, but no, don't bring or at least one belt out of the mid card, which is the TNT or the International. Have it there only. That for Rampage and Collision. Let Dynamite have the rest, which is, of course, the tag team titles, the trios titles, the women's title. And keep it that way. Like separate brands. Fucking just keep it that way. They have 120 wrestlers, all right? You and I could sit here and do a draft of AEW's roster, okay? And fucking break it down into two fucking rosters. There is no need for the ROH shit. ROH, do you understand the ROH titles right now? Samoa Joe, why? Why? MJF and Adam Cole, why? The Elite, why? Athena, cool, I get it. You want to build ROH, you put Athena there to help build ROH. But the sad thing is, nobody sees Athena because nobody's watching ROH. So you are literally losing out on a monstrous star in Athena by just placing her in ROH. So ROH literally needs to be ROH talent, young developing talent, like Nick Wayne, Billy Starks. That is the dark. That is the elevation. And then Athena's and those type of people need to go, who the fuck is the ROH world champion? Eddie Kingston. You know what? That's fine. Eddie, he's like a mid-card player in AEW. He wants to go over there. Cool. But man, they really need to segregate ROH from AEW because it's so random like, why is MJF and Adam Cole defending ROH tag titles? It's just like, it's just wacky to me. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm absolutely with you on that, puppy. I'm with you 100%. It's, we'll have to wait to see how, how it's going to turn out today and see what's going to be. I it's, I have a feeling, and I don't want that Bucks might come out tonight and challenge, put their contendership uh, on the line and challenging Ricky Starks. And, and Big Bill, unless FTR comes out, and then that's where we, we definitely know it's going to be a triple threat heading to full gear. I think it's going to head that direction. Now, see, now, now I want to see fucking Collision fully now. <laughs> I just wanted to see the main event. Now I want to see the whole shit. God. Yeah, I can see the Bucks. You're right, man. I can see my man, KB. You're right, though, Poppy. I can see the young Bucks coming out and confronting Big Bill and Ricky Starks tonight. That would be dope, too, but the problem is, Mrs. Temple, then Powerhouse Hobbs is locked away on ROH. Mm-hmm. I want Powerhouse Hobbs being, like, the fucking T- TBS or TNT champion, but, like, dominant TNT champion. That's right. Even Hobbs and Takeshka's tag team would be nasty. Like, oh my God. Hobbs, Takeshka, and Sammy in the trios division? That's a cool tag trios champions. There's a lot. Of there's a lot of fucking options. Oh hell yeah! A lot of options. A lot of options. Oh man! Speaking of options, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you all for 
Boy, you being with us today, but before you go, don't forget for all your SoCal Pro Wrestling fans out there, do not forget we still have a, a giveaway, of course. Uh, the two free tickets we'll give away for Southern California here, PCW Ultra, October 28th, Creature Feature. As you see right in the, beside of us, those are the, span, the, the matches that we're sponsoring. Of course, the main event we're sponsoring, of course. Uh, just uh, just waiting for it. Uh, the, the Gear Crew versus War Beast, that's going to be in 10. And, of course, we saw Shaft. Here with Top Rope, they had the interview. He's defending the Pacific Northwest Championship from Defy against Simbodi. Simbodi responded. So it looks like Simbodi, you might see here, see with him at TRWT maybe sometime. Tell, you know, debating that why you're defending him and not me. So we might see Simbodi here. So stay tuned for that. So don't forget, people, right there. Hashtag a comment either on here on, on YouTube or on our social media platforms so on X or on IG or on Facebook. If you see this clip, make sure you comment hashtag PCW Ultra. We in top rope will be spinning the wheel next Friday on the 20th to reveal revelation of who <laughs> is gonna win these two free tickets. Isn't that right? Oh, man, already just tell you wonderful. It's wonderful. It is. And what's wonderful is, of course, that I want to appreciate my puppy Chulo over here. And that is the banner of all bangers. And don't forget, people, do not forget. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow them on Instagram. The description right below. Go to the website, ladies and gentlemen. And go to the website. Go to the fanet.com. Go right there. It's right below the description. Go to the, They have incredible, fantastic, wonderful Contact for you on that website we provide you not only just professional wrestling, they also provide you sports with the MLB, NFL, what's going on. Mad Daddy is there, man. Shout out to Mad Daddy, shout out to Street, shout out to everybody. The JD, Nick, of course, Bakley, everybody out there, Kayla, all of you guys, man. Board of Elite, of course, has just joined into the Fanatics Network. Congratulations for, of course, Dylan and Marcus, of course, and Jordan. Man, just love all of you guys, and man. I'm, I'm doing what you're supposed to do, but man, that's a little poppy chulo. Like, man, you did, it, where I was. You, you did it for me, man. I ain't got yeah, much, too much to do. Um, <laughs> you're the best, man. And what's the best is the circle of debate network, man. Right here on this network, you have such great stuff. You got the flagship circle of debate weekly, dude. Our boy, Mr. Money, Mr. De Niro, back in the house every Monday for Raw Dogging It with De Niro. And you know you can find him right here on the flagship circle of debate. You got the Meathead Podcast with Bruce, Bruce, and that's Stud <laughs> Morgan. Check out the Meatheads Podcast. You got the MMA show Wednesday nights coming soon. And of course, you know, you know, you got Top Rope Wrestling Talk every Friday night with Dom Bruce and Grandma <laughs> Wendy. So you know what you do. Hit that like on Circle of Debate. Hit that subscribe on Circle of Debate. Go on that Twitter and follow them and check out everything great they got going on right here. Since you did it for me, I did it for you. And I think we're all good. <laughs> oh yeah, we're all good. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. But don't not forget that the Fanatics Network, the Curse of Tim King show, and of course everyone on the Fanatics Network and here on the COD and the top rubber rest of DeLorean and of course Fate Destroyed main meatheads. We don't just fucking podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We fucking make 
history. That's right. Deuces. Peace.